casual. Now he's not turning down the music because he's too busy stuffing his face with Funyuns. But tonight, Fly Casual's taking you to the cinema. What kind? It's Cop on a Bad Day Night on Fly Casual. So you're going to stick around to hear exactly how explodey things are going to get. Welcome back to Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Uh, a little a little behind the scenes for the listeners. It took like uh, approximately 72 takes to get the intro to Cops theme there to come up without sounding funky. And... To the point where Howie told me to quit counting it down. He's just going to hit it, and when it's right, we'll go. He was so he yeah, we'll do it live. He was so happy, so relieved to hit it finally. Yep. He grabbed his funyuns and just leaned back (laughs) like he's done for the night. (laughs) Which is why I had to yell over the music. (laughs) Howie out. I'll get it in post. So, okay, if Howie gets it in post and I'm unnecessarily yelling, that's why. He won't get it in post. Don't let him Don't let him fool you. That's right. Howie only gets it in post when he says something offensive. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We do self-edit about once a year, maybe once every two years. We should here. self-edit much more, but we yes, don't. Yes, we absolutely should, but, you know. We don't want to be dishonest. <laughs> ra- you want to know who you're dealing with. We'd rather be dicks yeah. than dishonest dicks. So that's the way that goes. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's cop on a bad day night. Mm, such mm. a bad day. On Fly Casual, where we're going to be talking about some of our favorite movies about a cop on a bad day, maybe on his worst day. I don't know. Some might worst. spring to mind. Well, we're not going to do the easy ones, although we are going to talk about them a little but before we get into any of that, let me do some introductions. I'm Corey over there's Mike. Hello, Hello Corey Mike. T. Wilson. How you doing, my friend? Apparently, I'm still playing cops. Yeah, you're just hitting yeah. all kinds of buttons, and now that you're cops. done with the Funyuns, you're just free world now. <laughs> what do you think about that Howie guy over there just going nuts? Are you, were you just scratching your crack? I'm talking about you, Mike. Somebody's Did you just have it. your hand in your crack a second ago? I had ago? my hand on my back, I not can, my crack. Well, I mean, I can see half of your, your right ass cheek right now. <laughs> what about your back from crack? Here. This is my back. That's your my back. ass cheek is not That is your yeah. back crack. I don't know. If your pants back actually crack. go down at a 45 degree <laughs> angle when you're seated, I think that technically means that half of your <laughs> butt is sticking out. I think you're wrong. Of your pants. You're wrong. I'm Seriously, I'm going to be taking a Lysol wipe. To that uh, Clorox wipe to that chair. That's all right. Is what? Well, I probably do what you got at this point. I mean, it's probably it anyway. it's, there's probably like a wad of coronavirus just sitting there <laughs> at this point. Does he drink so much beer? Right? <laughs> yeah, it's for all the China yeah. hopping that I do. The China no, corona. Hopping. It's yeah. a beer from Mexico. We'll hop around the China. You guys are dumb. Yeah, China. Come on. Yeah. Sorry, Garrick. That that joke was soon so new and original that it sailed right over. I our know heads. you like that. <laughs> I came up with it all by myself. That was pretty all sweet. I, I don't have writers. That's swear. True. <laughs> <laughs> no. Speaking of being understaffed, over there at Master Control, Mister C and J. Yeah. 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 That just yeah. happened. Well, I'm, I'm playing something and it's not playing it, so that's great. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, turn Uh-oh. it up. 
<laughs> you got to turn it back turn up after the bad boys. Turn the game. radio. Up I think it freaked out because it of those, now all the crap that was going on. Yep. Two. Yeah. All right. There it there is. is. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got it. Than I had originally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, Garrick, if you say anything, I won't be able to hear it. Just FYI. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That works a little better. <laughs> uh, and over across pond down a few is Mr. Garrick now, Jay Hardy. What's up? What's up, man? It's just did the boom, boom, boom thing. What's up, fools? Yeah, he did it, so you can't do it now. What you... up? Yeah. Party people say, no. hey. Hey, Mr. Q. Hey. Yeah. Ho. Hey. hey. Put your hands in the air. <laughs> I don't know how that song goes. It, it went better than he meant it to go. Put your hands <laughs> Put him in the air and wave, wave him like you're unconcerned. <laughs> you, you just... <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. That's right, good. Right Speaking there. of good stuff, we're going to talk about the good stuff that we're watching because it's time for what's on the jacket. Dunkaroos. Hey, you guys, you guys hear they're bringing back Dunkaroos? Oh, they're bringing back Dunkaroos, guys. You see that? My, my wife says this to me excitedly. Did you know what they're bringing back Dunkaroos? I'm like, did you ever once eat Dunkaroos as a child? And I she's did. like, I, I once? I don't remember. And I'm like, those came along pretty late in our tenure as, you know, garbage eating. You're never too old monsters. for Dunkaroos, bro. There's probably a lot of truth to that. I probably eat far worse things. It's frosting that. on like uh, some sort of graham cracker. An oversized stick, right? Teddy Graham <laughs> <laughs> that's shaped like a, a kangaroo wrong? for some reason. Wouldn't yeah. it be better if the kangaroo had a pouch and the the goop was in the pouch and you didn't have to dunk it? You just yeah, they should you hire you eat it and they call it like the poucheroos or I don't know, just yeah. maybe kangaroos. That's where I'm at. No, because. Don't want to eat kangaroo. It's stringy and gross. Who's dicasizing what? I what decided after watching the second episode of Picard, which I've now seen the third. But after oh. watching the second episode of Picard, what I was in some trekkie moods. Oh no. I did not tumble down the rabbit hole of choosing a Star Trek series and committing to it hard. Because I yeah. I've done How that in the past, do my friends. Shoo. I watched all, my, all of Voyager. All my buddies. I, I'm sorry. I binged Voyager in like two months, and that was rough. Oh. And then I started. Why would you do that I, to yourself? Voyager is terrible. That's then I terrible. tried Deep Space Nine. and Deep Space Nine is the best. Three episodes in, I woke up in an alley. Got woke. Yeah. Just covered in, you know, my own Odo filth. goo? Oh. Were you covered in Odo goo? It was Odo goo everywhere. Damn. He died recently. I uh I I'm not a fan of the Deep Space Nine, but what no? What I did was I went and I watched. The, no, you got to watch all of them. That's that's the secret. Nope, I do not care about them. your Bajorans and your Dominion War and your. Oh, well, they got that. like Klingons. They got Galron. Remember Galron? You know what? He's I really cool. don't care about Ferengi anything. Uh, oh, at all. But they go to Franginar and the Grand Negus is there, and he's the dinosaur from Toy Story. Right. <laughs> I'm so I'm confused just so right nervous. now. Inconceivable. Um, <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah, I. Tom no, or no, I watched. I rewatched the three most recent films: Star Trek, the Star Trek, the Star Trek Into Darkness, and the Star Trek Beyond. Say, hmm. Beyonce. I. <laughs> what I found was that I still really love Star Trek. 
I still really tolerate Star Trek Into Darkness, and I yes. still really have nothing at all for Star Trek Beyond whatsoever. That movie, it's not that it sucked per se, it but if you there, <laughs> if you t- yeah, like it was like this would be like a boring episode of a show. <laughs> yeah, it was just a long episode. It really was. Yeah, yeah, and and it just I don't know. I feel like. The the grand reveal in that movie, which was not grand at all, was like could have been, would have been more interesting if it had been part of the plot, like the whole that he was human at one point, Idris Elba, and like that would have been more interesting if that had been part of the plot that they a lot of these people are originally other species that have just like evolved into something else over time because of that stuff or whatever. But that movie not great. I still really like the first one. I feel like that first movie was spot on. Yep. Oh, yeah, that one's... I love that movie. They took liberties left and right, but I enjoy the (laughs) heck out of it. And Into Darkness, I've given it a lot of crap for being... Into Darkness is fine. Well, no, I feel like Into Darkness was just the the best example of J.J. doing bad things. (laughs) Like J.J. lying the whole time. No, he's not con. No, he couldn't tell the truth. So you're wrapping the movie in with... It's a catch twenty two, man. See, you just gotta you just gotta ignore JJ. That's and so well, I'm far (laughs) enough from it that I'm I've had previously wrapped that in because it was setting expectations. My expectations no don't no longer need to be set. I've seen the movie a few times. So I watched it again. But then he subverted your expectations. Nope. No, that's not not at all. That (laughs) is not JJ. That is not (laughs) you never he only meets the you know JJ Abrams. (laughs) He'll always meet them somewhere. We've hired JJ because expectations (laughs) is pretty much we have expectations, so we call JJ. I uh I I liked it more now that I've distanced myself from the marketing debacle that was that film. However, I still think it is much more worth my time to go back and watch Wrath of Khan because it is a almost perfect movie. So, almost. Uh, but, good movie. So, uh, the Cumberpatch Adams is pretty good in that. <laughs> Cucumber Patch. Yeah. Cucumber Patch he does weird. visit a sick uh, kid. Yeah. Like Patch he Adams. Does. You're right. He does visit a sick kid. You're right. Damn. You are so on it. He got us there. Yeah. <laughs> Cumberbatch was, uh, he's good in anything he is, but I still question how much he's, you know, a genetically engineered Indian guy. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, I question Ricardo Montalban being a genetically engineered Indian guy. Uh, Yeah. But Ricardo Montalban has that ungodly amazing chest, so he gets a pass. (laughs) Also the white mullet. (laughs) Wow. There was more party in the back of that than there was on deck nine, if you know what I mean. That was his real chest too a lot of people think that's a fake yeah like classic no, that, that's all that was, Roberto, wait, man. Are, yeah. is he related to adam driver that's a full monty bond no because he didn't have the barreled stomach to go with oh, the chest okay. but but yeah, yeah no uh i i i like you both great of them. cheese on that chest i like both of them in those very different takes on a very different character <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't make sense yeah I don't know what's It happening. made sense in the 60s. Well, with, it's it, the cutting board for the grating of the cheese. <laughs> the, yeah, right. there, thank you, Howie. The casting you can of cut Ricardo a tomato Montalban on there without squishing the tomato. Made sense in the <laughs> You'd 60s. You'd have to have a really sharp knife. 
You could probably squish know. the tomato because back in then, when if you, you like needed somebody flexed. to play a race, all you did was paint them the Get color of that juice. race and called it a day. Because <laughs> it's funny, because you know Ricardo Montalban, they find him froze a frozen popsicle in space, and he's brown. And then decades later, when he's been on a sunny desert planet, he somehow got pale and white. So <laughs> figure that one well, out. It's because by the time we get the 80s, the go, and they had to live inside. We shouldn't paint the guy. That's true. It that was very harsh, like wind and sand and stuff. You know, yeah. it's fully. They had to live inside the Botany Bay. Botany oh, Bay. no. Botany, Botany Bay. No, no. We have to get out of here. Five. Yeah. Good old Chekhov. Yeah. But, I miss him. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Both of them. Boner's Boner. dead. dead. No. Oh. Boner. Oh. Poor Boner. I yeah. brought it up this time because it's real this time. I know. It's uh. awesome. Uh, yeah. 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 There's like Chekhov's son, Boner, dies in the woods. Oh, man. And then Chekhov himself, other Chekhov, gets pinned by an SUV in front of his house and dies. Yeah. Freaking A. Yeah. There's, there's a curse of Chekhov, mm. I think. There's a Chekhov's mm-hmm. curse, which sounds a lot yeah. like cooler and more. Sounds like Chekhov's gun. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. I think yeah. Chekhov was Kyle Reese in our, one he of the was. Terminator movies. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. He totally Salvation. Yeah. Salvation. Yeah. That's accurate. That is accurate. We're not going to get any more Anton Yelchin, though. I think I think <laughs> no. we've officially expunged. That sucks. We've used up all the Anton Yelchin. He was a young, talented actor, and we're going to miss him. It does really know, suck. You know, at the so end of good. at the end of Beyond, at the when the Sick. credits, it says like you know, in loving memory of Leonard Nimoy, and then it says for Anton. Oh, it's like man, people are just checking out left and right. <laughs> during know, that film. Check off, checking ah, off left and right. Let's see what you did there. Oh, so anyway, that's what I did. I watched them Star Treks. So I'm probably gonna go back and start the originals again, and this time, I am gonna watch the motion picture. We we watched it together. No, no, no! Not that long ago. Like the like the Star Trek motion oh, picture. The one with Beejer like, in it. We watched Beejer. The the I one did? with the two hour like yes. with uh, Spock floating through some sort watched, of trippy. We watched like the first three in a row. We we actually watched the first one. Yes, man. It is usually my policy not it to watch that Xanax of a movie in this house too. I believe <laughs> it's terrible. Wow, this one's so bad. Wow. See, I because can, I've never seen it. I can watch two through to, six. I mean, until then, I can watch two through six with barely taking a bathroom break. Right. Oh, five is screw it. I like rough. five for all the dopey weirdness Shatner incorporated Which into it. Which one's five again? Five is uh, where they discovered in the middle of the universe or something. Which one's space? Or no, the last frontier. The four. Five four is last frontier. Wheels. Right. Six was undiscovered yeah. country. Yeah. Right. That's right. So four yeah. is the whales. Five was William Shatner directing because Leonard Nimoy got to direct four and he was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's true. Story I love that. Right that's one where they sing row, row, row your boat. It's great. That yeah. sounds like George Lucas. It, well, it was a very others, George Lucas so. Star Trek movie. You guys directed Empire and Jedi. I want to direct some movies. <laughs> oh, and Spock has a brother now. I'm going to direct my own trilogy him, but with Blackjack there. and Hookers. <laughs> I know you guys are like the best of friends, but Spock never mentioned his brother. That's all blue. Yeah. Green. (laughs) It's green. Totally green. Oh, green. Hey. Hey, Eric. What'd you docker up? Me? Yeah. Yeah, You. you. My turn? Holy crap. Uh, So, uh, guys, uh, I watched the uh, 
the Jojo Rabbits. Ooh, oh, really? Yeah, it's not oh, about rabbits. <laughs> well, kind of, it's kind of about rabbits. Guys, it's not even a little bit about rabbits. There's a little bit of rabbit, but not as much rabbit okay. as... You know what? Is, You're going to be the first take on this movie that I'm excited to get this because is, I haven't seen it yet and I, I this need is a take, a take that I value. or Taika Waititi? Yeah, yes. so I know we, we've mentioned the making of this movie in the past and we're like, what? the hell is this movie <laughs> it's basically like okay so it takes place in nazi germany right yeah yeah funny funny times there yeah hilarious uh, so seen, there it, it revolves around a kid named jojo who has an imaginary friend who just happens to be uh you know hitler. adolf hitler <laughs> yeah <laughs> hilarious and it it's a comedy somehow right yeah, right yeah. it's funny yeah, it looks delightful yeah, so this movie was incredible. Really? Because right? that's what a yeah. lot of people say, and I've been like, oh, I want to believe this. I want to believe it. So, like, I, you know, I sometimes have a problem with people making light of things they shouldn't make light of, because we. I think we need to remember things that are terrible. That's true, but, but really? You? Yeah. <laughs> Derek, well, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. You well, make they, light on everything. This movie was great on how it I mean there is a line somewhere I'm sure but <laughs> it's different for different people yeah but <laughs> I think they used enough comedy and made uh the imaginary Hitler dopey enough to sell it yeah really 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 well and I, people were the main kid Jojo yeah. is awesome really? I think this was his first major role or maybe his first role ever but that kid is really good. Really. And his mom is is uh, Scarlett Johansson. And like, I'm not a huge ScarJo fan. He is now. Like, I feel I think she's. On. I'm not either. I think I think she's okay. You yeah, know, she's in the okay. Past roles. She's pretty like, she, and she's, she's okay. not terrible, but she's not. She doesn't really wow me. Yeah. But this movie, like, she was nominated for an Oscar, and yeah, she deserved it. Like, really? She hmm. was like, I I, I did not expect this because you know you see ScarJo, she's almost the same person in every movie. Well, I wouldn't say about. that necessarily. Well, I, I guess I'm just used to the Marvel movies where yeah. she's just kind of like, oh, yeah, there's I've, I've seen her in that lines. one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt that's about whacking off, and she was actually really good in that, playing like the sort of like Jersey girl kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm like, wow. Well, she's had decent roles, but man, she was... She, she, first of all, she has to put on a German accent. Yeah. Obviously well, I, what I was going to say, I think she's actually a better character actress, but she plays a lot of straight roles. Like yeah, Black Widow I, is like this harsh, straight, you know, straight and narrow. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But when I think she when plays, she gets a weird, chance, like she's yeah. really good. Yeah. Like in this movie, I and it. I guess she got nominated for this movie, Best Supporting Actress, and nominated for a Marriage Story, which I haven't seen for Best Lead Actress. So apparently she does good in that. So. Big year for Scar Joe. Yeah. Definitely deserved. I uh, when this movie came out, there was so it was very little noise, but the noise was loud. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the people who were sounding off about this movie were sounding off big, but it seems like everybody else was afraid to touch it. Yeah, there's there's comedy there. And it I don't I mean, some people may feel some of it's irreverent, but I don't it, it didn't it didn't seem like it was purposely irreverent to me. Yeah. Like, I, I think it handled the matter perfectly. Like, you know, obviously Nazi Germany is terrible. Um, and Jojo, uh, ScarJo is his mother. Um, and she realizes That's how he got the a, last name Joe. Got it. Yeah, right. exactly. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's a little fourth wall breaking there. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but she she's like almost like a more of a she's not drinking the Kool-Aid basically, but Jojo's like all in, like he's in the Hitler youth. He's yeah. all about like he's like a fanboy of Hitler and 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 the Nazis. To the point where his and, imaginary friend is Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Scarjo realizes like he's a fanatic. Yeah. And there's some stuff that takes place. Oh, I'm not, trying not to spoil it. I'm but, really excited to watch this movie. Yeah. Fi- he, I haven't <laughs> known anybody who's seen it. <laughs> he has this friend named Yorkie, and he's this like this cute little chubby kid with that wears these really thick glasses and he has this like really charming British accent, but he's, he's like in the Hitler youth, you too, but you, you kind of get to love him. Cause he's just like, he says the cool, the weirdest things. Like, so they're at uh, one scene they're laying, they're in the Hitler youth, I guess, uh, sleep away camp or training camp or something. Jamboree. And they're sleeping in a tent <laughs> together. And he's like, He's like, well, you know, he's telling him how Hitler's his best friend. And he's like, I thought I was your best friend. He's like, well, if you can, if you're Hitler stuffed in a chubby little boy's body, then I guess so. (laughs) 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 The the lines are great. And um, Stephen Merchant's in it. Oh, yeah. He plays a Gestapo Gestapo officer. That's a stretch. And like he, (laughs) like he usually, I see him in comedy roles, you know, he's a real big comedian. He is freaking frightening. Like there's there's something about, you know, if you the Gestapo, how they were like mm-hmm. evil as as all get out. Mm-hmm. And you see this guy come in and he's he has he's somehow pulls off this smile but has these hollow, like um unfeeling eyes. I can see and that so from Stephen something Merchant. Unsettling because he's so tall and lanky yeah. as well. I've, seen him, I've even seen him in comedy roles where the whole point of his character is that he's almost like emotionally absent. Yeah. It's insane. Like he is super frightened, but yeah, I I'd say definitely check it out. It's a great movie. It's funny for the first half and then it takes a turn. Family (laughs) friendly, family friendly Hitler, Hitler comedy. um, No, no. I'm trying to remember. I don't know how you feel about swearing. I don't think there's too much swearing, but there's not, like yeah, we try not to go hard and heavy on it. With the there's kids. not, there's no nudity or gore, okay. as far as I remember. Is the swearing um, in German? Like Sveinhund, I think would pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Dummkopf. I forget what it's rated. What's it rated? Let me check. The Hitler comedy. What What is the Hitler yeah. comedy? It's rated PG thirteen. So yeah, I guess that's that means I have to watch it terrible. first and then see if she- yeah. That's our usual yeah. policy. There's mature themes ish. Yeah. I, I think like Hitler, Nazism, like older kids, you could probably, could probably <laughs> watch it. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I liked it. Interesting. I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to hear that. Who next? I'll go. Yay. All right. So off of the art movie, whatever <laughs> this, you know, Jojo rabbit is, um, took it, taking a completely different turn. Um, if you want something that is just completely goofy ass, waste time shit mm-hmm. on the internet, um, I found this station on YouTube called Gas Station Ooh. Encounters. And <laughs> oh, no. it's just one of those that just, you can just sit there and watch it for hours. Are and it real? Just, yes. Oh, and what, I don't know. No, no, no. 
It's, I can barely watch cops, dude. It's funnier than you think, man. Oh, no. What it is, is basically this gas station in Cleveland, Ohio has... <laughs> oh, no. Basically, the Cleve? Well, <laughs> yes, it's in Cleveland. From what I can tell, anyway. He doesn't overtly say it, but um, it's just a gas station worker, and they've got all their cameras, you know, set yeah. up and whatnot. And um, basically, he documents all the people that come in and try to steal <laughs> from them. <laughs> <laughs> and it is hilarious and he like half the time he'll like put it to music like he'll he'll just take a song and and create lyrics to talk about the the thief that just walked in that's stealing yeah. the candy bar and all that crap <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> he just did a cardi b remake uh not too long ago it was hilarious so, but it's hilarious. So I, he'll, I do like boneheaded criminal videos. It, and that's exactly what this is. And uh, it is good stuff, man. It's it's hilarious, <laughs> too, because in, in, in a weird kind of way, it's almost educational. He almost does it for other gas stations and say, okay, this is how you spot yeah. <laughs> thieves. And because uh, there's like things that they do when they walk in, right? Oh, and he goes, yeah. you can, he goes, every time a thief walks in, the first thing they do is look at the counter <laughs> and every time in every video the first thing you do is they look at the at the clerk at the counter every time wow and it's great and <laughs> i just realized that i don't do that yeah. I, most people don't and as not a thief i feel like i fall right into the <laughs> i'm like oh you're right i don't the, ever look at a clerk until <laughs> i stopped at the gas station on the way home today because the wife calls me at work and goes give me a fountain drink and i'm like yeah. all right fine so i went in and this gas station oftentimes the clerks there will they're all very nice yeah. they'll strike up a conversation there's right. one dude totally cool dude always just ask how your day is going he's a younger guy he'll, he'll, he'll want to share a little something with you but it'll be yeah. brief right yeah. i know, you know you're not I mean? right. right yeah and uh at the shell over yeah. here yeah <laughs> and he's a cool dude i went in there today i was filling up the drink and realized Oh, is it that guy? I'd turn around and look and see because I walked right past him, yeah. even though I talked to this guy right. like twice a week. Right. I turn around. Yep, it was him. And sure enough, I don't look at the clerks when I walk in because most people that are paying customers don't have well, a reason to make sure to that get nobody's their watching. Crap and they'll deal with that. Step case two. In the joint. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow. Not, yeah. Not casing. So yeah, they always look at the counter. Then they always look at the cameras. <laughs> Yep. And it is hilarious because he's got every angle. Yeah. And and they have these really high def cameras and stuff. And the, I mean, so it's like very, you know, crystal clear what these people are doing. And it's just, I can't believe how so, many of them are. So what, never, what does he walk out and say, hey, I know you stole something. If you sign this release form, I won't report <laughs> you to the cops. I mean, no, no, uh, he, no, there's no such. <laughs> there is no such. Uh, I, I don't fair. No such quarter offered. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Wow. Basically. And of course, they let them. And I know this because I used to work retail. They have to go out of the store first. Before you can confront them, yeah, because yeah. if they're still in the store, dude, I worked at Blockbuster, man. You, <laughs> you don't know, know how much right? people are stealing. <laughs> so, but it's funny as I'm. Well, I re never would have guessed how much theft goes on oh, in these yeah. stores. Oh, and, uh, yeah. It's funny because as soon in as the they cleave, as soon as they <laughs> right, as soon as they walk out, of course they go out with their with their you know iPhone or whatever, and they start recording the encounter, and then they call him out, and he's calling him a piece of shit. Get in there and pay, and yeah. and they're taking. The, <laughs> You know, the license number. Actually, sometimes he'll get real bold. There was one. Well, some every once in a while, somebody will try to pay at the pump, right? Yeah. And then they'll go in and steal. 
And since they've got the credit card or whatever, <laughs> they've got their own. They'll go it back out and try to fill up the car, and they'll just turn it off, which forces them to come back into the store. And he goes, he goes, well, you know, or they'll say like, well, I, I, you know, I paid for twenty dollars, I only got eight dollars. He goes, yeah, that's because of the, you know, the the beer that you stuffed in your pants, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. Every once in a while, too, he'll be like, well, you can come in and pay for it, and then they'll come in and he'll charge them three times the amount. <laughs> Oh. Oh my God. And he won't give them their change and yeah. whatnot. He goes, you're a thief. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Don't ever come back. It wow. is good stuff. So anyway, like I said, if gas you're just... Gas station encounters. Gas station encounters, YouTube, it'll pop right up because he's got a billion oh, yeah. subscribers behind him. But yeah, it's, it is... It is high quality. It's art. My, it's high art. My favorite title is The Cracker Snatcher and Butt Picker. <laughs> that sounds like quality entertainment. Yeah, okay. right it up is, my alley. It <laughs> is good stuff. But when In he, both regards. When he, I mean, a lot of times he'll just narrate the thing. But when he starts out with a song, it just cracks me up every time. <laughs> yeah. This he guy said, works uh, as a clerk. ice cream sandwich dealer to vanilla ice, ice, ice baby. <laughs> so that's fantastic. Right <laughs> it just cracks me up that this guy's got his job at the gas station, then goes home and probably makes more money putting mm. this stuff on YouTube. Oh, yeah, but he, he can't quit his job station. at the gas station because that's yeah, where he's getting has, like, Some of these have millions of views. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. Seriously. Yeah, he's a, he's a partner. <laughs> wow. It reminds me in some ways, and on a totally different tangent, every once in a while we'll watch when we're together, who's the guy that he plays the uh, the simulator uh, where he's the, the, the air traffic controller. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. For yeah, Microsoft playing, Flight Simulator. Yeah, playing like Microsoft Flight Simulator. Right. And, <laughs> and he's how do- that goes off the trails all the time. Yeah. But instead of flight simming, he just hops into the air traffic control <laughs> tower and then plays it way too serious. Yeah, he's like, he plays it professionally, like he's an actual controller. Like, you know, this guy actually knows what he's doing. Yes, right. But other people don't know that and they hop in and they're like <laughs> requesting, like yeah. pressing runway for landing. And then he just starts dicking with them. <laughs> And they figure out he's dicking with them, and then he goes full on air traffic controller yeah. speak, and they're just like, "Wow!" <laughs> Every once in a while on those two, they realize he's the guy from YouTube. Yeah, and they start, "Oh man, you're that dude, aren't you?" Yeah. Oh. Are you serious? Are, are you are you for real trying to land a hot air balloon on my runway right now? <laughs> that is a sincere breach of protocol. Oh, the great the great parts when he calls in the when he calls in the air guard and they come and shoot people down. <laughs> I will blow you out of the sky. <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, man. I'm going to go to High entertainment YouTube right on YouTube, baby. Weekend. What's going on, Howie? I meant to look up the name. Uh, <laughs> Garrick, what's the name Howie's of the thing I'm bringing up? <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer? Ab- Abraham Lincoln <laughs> Vampire Slayer. Do you yeah. want to explain to me how you go about forgetting Vampire the title? Hunter, like Vampire. Yeah. It's long. I am confused. I Vampire Hunter. Linkraham Vampire Hunter. Linkraham Abram. Abraham Hunter Vampire Hunter. And zombies. And zombies. And prejudice. And prejudices. Yeah, I believe you were mistaking Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter for Jesus Vampire Slayer. So you're watching these movies? That's right. See, I've tried to watch them. <laughs> I don't get very far. Watch them? There's yeah, there's a whole series of these vampire slayer. This 
No, there really huh? is a Jesus vampire hunter. And there's like Pride, well, Prejudice, and Zombies. Well, I know that, and, yeah. Yeah. Right, are, yeah. Are, what do you mean? Like, are they they're like... They're all in the same vein. But this one was produced by... Okay, so they're not uh, like sequels or... No, 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 no. It's just no. a genre. Okay. Genre, yes. All it's, right. They're genre films. You freaked me out. I'm like, I gotta watch more. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, <boy>. Do you? <laughs> After watching this one... Yes. <laughs> no, I have not seen this one. So this is convince me, my man. This is terrible. <laughs> well, hey, in all the right way. The best kind of terrible. It's so that's dumb. Thirty-four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Bomb kids. Yeah. This uh, this is no joke. A terrible movie. Oh yeah. Um, and it, when, when was it coming out? It was like 2012. 2012. So. Yeah, it's eight years old. Wow. And the uh, special effects were probably back in... So it was competing with Silver Linings Playbook. The special... <laughs> 2001 special effects. Yeah, nice. Not <laughs> uh, that bad. Okay, but maybe close. not that bad. But um, we, we had some rubber Lincoln at times. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the Harry Potter yeah. animated Harry Potter one. Oh, there. yeah. Uh, but no. <laughs> and the guy from Preacher is in it. Yeah. <clears throat> Dominic, whatever. Anthony uh, Mackie's in it. Yep. You know. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's guy. Abraham Lincoln. It starts off. Uh, he was pre- He's president. And then he's he's written this diary, or I don't know if he called it a diary or whatever. Uh, and he's left it, I forget, about his past. And his past as a vampire hunter. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he had witnessed his... Uh, parents being murdered by vampires. Naturally. Well, no, I've read that part of history. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm familiar <laughs> with that. It's the untold yeah, history. Yeah, because it happened in yeah. Indiana. You know that. So wait, right? it, start, it did start in Indiana. So is this going through this yeah. diary or memoirs? Is he already, has he already yes. been boothed, if you will? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Damn. Um, that's hardcore. So yeah. Uh, too soon? <laughs> <laughs> Way too soon. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, they didn't have that part in the movie. Um, no, remember. but they were on their way to having that part. They yeah. were they were taking the, taking the Ford, if you will. Yeah, it, it was the end where you knew that they were going to the theater. Yeah, they were going to get their American cousin uh, on. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, he he went and decided I'm going to get my revenge and. Uh, this one guy eventually saved <laughs> the, him from not doing the, something stupid the and taught mountains him to, of Tennessee. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln, I'm going to get my, my revenge. revenge. <laughs> uh, so this, go this guy taught him how to chop down a tree with one <laughs> swing. So he could take, take that, out Daniel son. He can take out vampires. No, this, this training sequence is, is so good. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> so, like, I mean, uh, you're going into this movie. It's called Abraham Lincoln no, Vampire yeah, you Hunter. Know why you know you're what, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. this is all so, expected and predictable. So this whole this whole training scene. So the the guy from Preacher is this vampire hunter. And he's he, he takes Abraham Lincoln under his wing, and he says, "Okay, we I'll train you if you can chop down this tree with one swing of your axe." And he's like, well, that's impossible. He's like, I'll just try it. So he tries it a few times. He's like, no, you got to get really angry. You got to think of the worst thing. (laughs) The worst thing that's ever happened to you. So 
the the trick to having supernatural strength to hunt vampire hunters or hunt vampires is to be really super angry about something. Yeah, yeah, super. And yes. there's no rhyme or reason. You just like, oh, I'm super angry. That, they don't even you don't even know why or care why. Yeah, there's it no is power. What it is. He doesn't have like some latent ability. Nope, he it, just gets super angry. And he could chop down a tree with one <laughs> chop. <laughs> So it is ridiculous. awesome. You guys are laughing. I don't, this seems perfectly feasible to me. I'm, watch, I'm watching it as we talk. Oh, oh, it, I'm telling you what. If you don't see it, you're missing out. And I don't yeah. know if I can be your friend. Hey, if Alan Tudyk is Stephen Douglas. Alan so. Tudyk is Stephen <laughs> Douglas. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Good stuff right there. Do they actually have the Lincoln-Douglas debate in the movie? Mm-hmm. You get to understand why Lincoln wins. Okay. Yeah. Did he win the Lincoln Douglas debate? No, he did not. <laughs> not the debate. <laughs> oh, okay. The election. He did well, not, not win that the election. election no. uh, another election he did. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. That wasn't for president. Oh, wow. Yeah, he did take down that tree. Woo. That was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's not lying. He is. <laughs> That's okay. pretty funny. And there's another. Is he, that Eric Bana? Eric Bana. Hulk. No, no, from first, oh, no, no, no. Preacher. Dominic. 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 Well, I know who the preacher guy is. I'm talking about Abraham Lincoln. No. It's Benjamin it's, Walker. I can't imagine that. they would pick one of the shortest actors available to play Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Eric Bana short? I don't think he's Benjamin tall. Benjamin Walker is, the, yeah. is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is stupid. Yes, I know. Stupid Look, like your look is so awesome. Damn it! <laughs> One second, he, he's just chopping a tree. Next second, he's whipping around hatchets and shit. Oh wow! Oh yeah, this His is good. is great. It's like a character of its own. Yeah, and and the way you kill vampires is you you line. Whatever your weapon is with silver. I mean, that's all you oh, have to do. Well, of course. Yep. So that's that's a werewolf thing, but okay. Yep. <laughs> Takes out vampires. vampires too. <laughs> You're supposed to stake to the heart for the vampire, but silver, nope. why not? An axe to the heart. <laughs> he, well, he cuts their heads off. Yeah. That's actually and then buries that, that them they don't several turn into dust like normal vampires. No. They just die. What a bunch of dicks not turning into dust. <laughs> no, right? no, serious. Yeah, but I'm telling you what, if you're if you're in that mood where you're like, I want to watch something stupid that's gonna make <laughs> me laugh, and that's somebody that's Abraham Lincoln killing some vampires. <laughs> it's it's so worth a I watch. I can't if I had a nickel for every time I've been in that mood. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I want to watch something stupid really. that it's is Abraham Lincoln killing kill vampires. I'm, it, it, you so gotta watch it. Oh man, what it's got romance. It it's, got, it's got action. It's got action. things blowing Everything up. Everything a growing boy needs. It's got Abraham Lincoln running across the stampede wait, wait, of horses. Wait, 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 wait. Did this history? say Tim Burton on it? Yes, it's a Tim yeah. uh, Tim Burton producer. It. What the fudge? Producer. What does that even mean? These guys? He's the top build producer. Yeah, he produced it paid for it. Yeah. So my know. next the next movie on my list for this is Pride, Prejudice and uh, Vampires. From what, or zombies. zombies. From what I hear, you're going to be disappointed. That's fine. Aww. Yeah. 
But it had zombies. But it had zombies. Everybody was disappointed. How could I be disappointed with Abraham Lincoln with zombies? Vampire Everybody it, except so. these two dweebs. I don't know. Yeah, I might, hey, might be with them. So the budget was ninety nine point five million. <laughs> what? It did not seem like that. No. The box office was one hundred sixteen point four million. So hey, they almost. How did back? they spend a hundred million? They didn't make their marketing money back. I'm telling you, they got scammed on the the CGI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my word! Maybe this is like a producer scenario. Yeah, but it didn't turn out to be a hit. It's time for some all. news. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Oh, and it's only 105 minutes. So, oh, I dig that. I'm in. Yeah, I'm totes in on that. Well, boys. Oh. Yes. What? Said it. Sorry, it's guys. News. I'm being very funny. Funny right now. <laughs> I, I got to turn volumes up. You are high on life. There we go. Oh, there, there it is. is. <laughs> there it is. All Nailed right. It. Sam Raimi in the news this week, boys. Oh, Sam okay. Raimi. Don't, don't spam <laughs> it. Less is more. Less is more. <laughs> All right. Do he's you guys trying know- to get all the ones in for that he's going to forget later. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know the Sam Raimi, yes? I do no. know the Sam Raimi. No, he directed yes. the three Spider-Man films. The Spider-Man films. The and, only uh, the only Spider-Man films. What had three of them? You to direct that Army uh, show of Darkness, about dude. Dead people. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Chris yeah. Campbell. Dead Army of Darkness. Yeah. Yeah. That dude. Yeah. Well. Well. I don't know if you guys well. have heard, but uh, I don't know if y'all supposedly know Doctor Strange Two has had its share of ups and downs of late. Really? Most recently, probably two weeks ago now, as we record, um, the director and I don't can't remember who it was walked away from the film mid project. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, citing that the mouse ben- let you do Benedict that. Benedict Cumberbatch was an enormous beehole. No, no, that was not it. Not no, no, creative differences. Creative differences. <laughs> it's With always Benedict creative Cumberbatch's <laughs> enormous beehole. <laughs> he has an enormous beehole, and That's, that was not part of the how plan. Would you yeah. know? How would so you now, not? supposedly, <laughs> Sam Raimi is being oh, considered. He's yeah. on the short list. Supposedly, I don't know how I feel about that. I about feel taking good over Doctor. Now, here's the thing, man. Because see, I've my initial reaction was yours, Corey. It was like, mm, I don't know, but have have I you mean, seen the first one? <laughs> the first Doctor Strange? Yeah, I loved the first Doctor Strange. Yeah, it Me was too. crazy. I thought it was awesome. Perfect was, for Sam Raimi. Uh, yeah, well, mm. Sam Raimi. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, just I've, think of the Doctor Strange dance through the streets routine <laughs> that we could have. <laughs> I'm in. Look, I like yep. Sam Raimi. I, this is intriguing to me. I'll say that much. The more I think about it, I'm like, hmm, okay. I'm willing to consider this. Okay, this is why it has a potential think, to be an okay fit, only because of what I'm hearing about WandaVision. And that WandaVision, the Disney Plus show about Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be a lead-in to Doctor Strange 2 and that they will actually be in Doctor Strange too, mm. even Vision. And so he's if, like dead and stuff, right? He's in WandaVision. Um, no, he's dead. If that's the case, then right? the weirdness of what it looks like WandaVision may actually end up being, if what we've seen in like the Super Bowl ad carries into like the whole series, which is like what six episodes, then that weirdness carries into Doctor Strange too. It maybe Sam, Sam Raimi's does weird. 
Yeah, he does. He can do it well. I mean, stop he, okay, thinking about Spider-Man he 3. That's your problem. Do, no, okay, I'm going to tell you what. Spider-Man <laughs> 2, which is a movie that I love. Yes. I remember watching Spider-Man 2, and then suddenly we have a reenactment of a scene from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid where we just stop the movie and play Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head in its entirety. <laughs> Something that Perfect. happened in both of those films. Perfection. And I remember going... I like this song and this is whimsical, but this is not a good choice. Everybody else gave it a pass because it was a good freaking movie. And then three happened and he doubled down on that and I, the, on the weirdness. And I'm like, mm, I can't trust you anymore. I gave you my love and okay. you burnt me. But time has passed. Mm. Spider-Man three is not looked upon favorably mm. by the masses. He knows he that. Is- he needs a way to get back in, man. Amen, brother. Oh, you to tell me that George brother. Lucas learned all his lessons after episode one? Is that what you're telling me? I'm telling you that Sam Raimi is not George Lucas. Uh, who is? Thank the <laughs> George Lord. Lucas. <laughs> Only JJ George Lucas is George Lucas. That's all right. It so be. I'm willing to give this. I mean, it's. I mean, if it's true, again, he's okay, guys. he's actually involved with. I mean, Ash versus Evil Dead is happening. Yeah, I know. So yeah, he's, he's doing now. that right now. No, you, well, when you fail miserably, you go back to the projects from before <laughs> that, you know, work. I got to I got to let you in. He's also tied to the Flash, supposedly. Yeah. I got to let you in on something. Can't cross those streams. He's from Michigan. Whoa. That makes sense. Pass. Well, that makes that sense. That does make nobody's, a lot of sense. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot if it's true. I'm I love Doctor Strange too, so even if he directs it, I'm still going to give it a shot. But I'm going to be my hackles are going to be way up. I, I don't know, man. I'm I I'm interested they to finally see. bring a uh, Carl Mordo back because he kind of like disappeared after that movie. Yeah, thought he was going to be a major villain at some point. So yeah. maybe we'll bring him back. You know that guy's that? creepy AF. It's a good actor. Yeah, good actor. I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try. Serenity. That actor. It's Serenity Jubal actor Early. Awesome. Oh, wait, no, he wasn't Jubal Early. That was the dude in the last episode. No, he's the other guy. guy. The movie, he's the yeah. assassin. I don't remember his name. Yeah. This is a good death. I don't, I don't want it to be screwed up, though, though. You're right, because I love that first movie. Yeah. I like that better than most Marvel movies. Hey, speaking of The Flash, yeah. Garrick, did it blow your mind that Ezra Miller was in Ooh. the show? In the crossover? Yeah. Yeah. He was? I haven't seen that one I haven't yet. either, but the last, I heard about it. Yeah. He, he, Ezra Miller, because, you know, they were bringing in, like, all the Flashes from ever and, yep. like, oh, and yeah, all the Supermans point. from ever. Garrick didn't know. You ruined it for him. Yeah. Sorry oh, to spoil spoilers. for you. You've had enough time. You should have had enough in, time. Yeah. In the, uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, crossover event, at one point, the Flash, like, zipping through wherever and he shows up and boom there's Ezra Miller in full on DC cinematic universe attire yep Yep. that's awesome he showed up I'm surprised they let him do that yep I'm shocked because we all know Warner D Warner movies and Warner television do not get along for some reason well, Warner movies are in disarray right now. That's the now. thing. They're so in complete this, disarray. It's like anybody this, can sneak in on I was going to say, somebody, this slipped by somebody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an awkward scene that doesn't really serve a purpose, but it still was just like, I had no idea it was coming when I watched so it. So have you finished? My mind. Have you finished? Yeah. I have not finished. Yeah. Finish is, it, it is it worth it? I'm trying. I'm, I've started. I'm not there yet. Um, the, the story sucks. 
Yeah, because yeah, I was gathering been, that they don't it's even been terrible. they don't even explain the monitor anti monitor thing. I mean that they've been building up all season, even part of last season. They don't explain it till like the second to last or last episode of how it even all really came about. Oh. But I mean, it happened, and then it ends, and oh. they kind of do a new fifty two thing. Spoiler, really? Yeah, the ending oh. is like new fifty two where they bash all the multiverse together. Yeah, but then there's sense. still indication that there's other multiverses that aren't bashed together. Sounds like the new 52. But yeah, that. like Supergirl They've is They've done now- that even in the past, even before new 52. Yeah. They did that in the 80s. Oh, yeah. They? Oh, yeah. Like Superman Prime and all that they stuff. Do it, they Super- do it every year now. It's, yeah. like, a, it's but like, like a thing. Now Supergirl is on the same Earth as the Flash. They're all in the same Earth together now going forward. Oh, that's good, I guess. So, all right. Well, I feel like that needed to happen. It was, yeah. it was, yeah. it was unnecessary to have them apart. These crossover events shouldn't have to be so exclusive. I mean, Arrow and Flash have shown up on each other's shows a little more casually. There's no reason why they can't have Supergirl and Batwoman and all that do that. I still don't know if the Batwoman show's got legs, um, but... I haven't watched any of that. They it. renewed it for another season, but... It's not saying much on the WB. No, it's not, because apparently all the shows got Run renewed, C-Dub, so... Yeah. I, I, I just, I still think Ruby Rose is kind of awful to just watch. She's just not likable, even in a character who's supposed to be rough edged. And the fact that the main villain is Alice and the Wonderland gang is just <laughs> not. I mean, you're not even batting B tier bat villains at that point. Is that, it's a Mad Hatter, like, like the main villain over them or? No, it's Alice. What? Alice is the main villain. Oh. So, and also she's her sister. Oh. Which is something gets revealed at the end of the first episode. Um, spoilers. First episode. Um, it's not. Yeah. I, spoilers for people who haven't seen the first episode. Yeah, thanks, Corey. It's not like super great, but it is bat adjacent, which is fun. Ugh. <laughs> it's not. I, I love the Flash. Arrow was okay. And I could tolerate Supergirl from time to time. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I just that was probably the highlight of the whole thing for me, other than seeing you know all the Supermans that were in the first couple episodes, all the Supermans, all the Supermans, and Except also I didn't realize John Cryer was Lex Luthor, and I love the fact that they <laughs> the CW way is to still pick people from the movies and have them play other characters in the show. Yeah, why not? Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's why right. not? Because he played Lex Luthor's nephew in Superman right. Four, right? So <laughs> you know, I, uh, I watched the Supergirl show when it first started and that the first season was pretty good pretty solid yeah and then when they kind of settled into their groove yeah Probably the second season was decent was it i guess i didn't get that far but yeah I, they got kevin sorbo in there and uh what's her name from lois and clark i got caught up in some of the melodrama stories I, or i mean I, I that's where i got cut loose they, they got a little melodramatic with some of the character side stories and yeah. stuff like that and like and I'm like, I'm here. It just got I'm, less interesting to me. At, I'm at here some to watch point. Supergirl whip ass. I'm not really here for people to go through these melodramatic metamorphoses sure. and stuff like that. Uh, apparently, you forgot you were watching CW, bro. I know. <laughs> but see, I feel like the Flash <laughs> that's, doesn't. That's like I feel like thing. the Flash doesn't do that remotely as much as the, uh, some of the other shows. They do a bit. It's the same reason why I couldn't watch that much of Smallville because I felt like 50 percent of every episode was just uh, Lana crying. You know, it was just constant Classic. Lana drama. Well, she had that red kryptonite necklace. Maybe. That's true. Yeah. That's true. 
So or is anyhow, it the green one. What else? Yeah. New news. All right, Netflix has been in the news this week. Oh what? my God, the clouds have parted. <laughs> the sun shines through. Now, Corey, I don't know. Understand Netflix what you mean? No I longer you... is sticking its wean in you. <laughs> I thought you loved autoplay. Oh I thought, my! I thought that was your best God. friend. Die and go I to autoplay. <laughs> how how will I know if I like a show if I don't see like this is a <laughs> automatic preview of it? Let me rewind. Time. Let me rewind time just a few years for you guys. Just for a couple years. Are you ready for this? Ready? Uh, Netflix headquarters. Okay. 15th floor. All right. Hey, Bill. Yeah. You know what sucks? What? Every time I open a new site and the videos just start playing. Oh, it's awful. Oh, um, I know that sucks real bad. Hey, Bill, you know what? That gives you an idea. Yeah. Scene. <laughs> because that's when Netflix decided to piss off Everybody. literally every subscriber they had. They said, what? Literally, I mean, this. everybody was already complaining about this. And it's like Netflix went, you know, this is the worst thing ever, but if everybody else is doing it, it's got to make money, right? And literally, well, everybody else does it. they united their entire customer base in <laughs> opposition opposition of this undisabled yeah. autoplay feature this. where it either autoplays a preview or my favorite. It's something old and they don't it's like an old TV show. and They don't have a trailer for it. So they just autoplay some obnoxious music <laughs> with like a random cutting of scenes. Sometimes or they just start playing. Right? Right? playing. Yeah, they just start have, playing. The there's been episode. times I've avoided oh, the Netflix app because I just didn't want to deal with it. Yep. No, that's honestly they made the me truth. not actually want to watch some of their stuff because I don't want to deal with that. I've had uh, I've had times where I could watch something on Netflix, which will be a superior streaming quality to another place where I could watch something that will be inferior streaming quality. And I will go to that other place just because I don't want to start up Netflix and immediately hear like whatever alt comic is on, well, you know, cursing and, while my yeah, daughter's exactly. in the room. They, they there's no like filtering. Like, yeah, I've got kids in my room. Yeah. Well, not my room. Like kids in the living room. And yeah. Uh, yeah. You and know. you're playing like, it's not always, I have, I know I've heard cursing. I know I've yeah. heard F bombs drop, but sometimes they're bleeped out. But even then I'm just like, you, you, or you guys are topics yeah, or something. You just, yeah. You know, you're like just like flipping through and like you're on Grace and Frankie and they're arguing about like whatever the modern hot topic is in politics or right now. And I'm just like, come on. Like, Not I actually like Grace and Frankie. Some, some of my kids will have nightmares if they see, you know, things? scary things. And mm -hmm. some of that stuff will just pop up and yep, you're like, pops well, right up like, on screen. Ah. And I'm like, First off, how are you this stupid? And secondly, how did it take this long? Yeah, yeah. Like, right. Well, that's resolved. literally should have happened like the five years day. ago. Yeah, I mean, whatever, we whatever are Americans, and in America, we like to flip through the channels, and anything that <laughs> slows that process down is the enemy. Hello, <laughs> I yeah. always like, go say, away. I loved it before digital cable. I loved it in analog cable when you could still click, 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 yep, click, yep. click, 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 because I could spot, I yeah. could spot. A frame of quantum leap. Yep. 
Sure. Sure. Click, 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 Literally this fast. Click, 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 click. And it was, I was like, I was like, ham and Toy Story. Too late. We're too far. I got to go all the way around. Click, 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 click. Like, my mother, my mother, actually, when I still lived at home, my mother marveled because she liked Quantum Leap too. And she's like, is that on? And I'm like, I don't know. Tick, 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 click, 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 click. And I'm like, oh, there it was. Click, 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 back. And she's like, how did you know? Like, Sam's not on the, it's not Sam or Al or Gucci. Who else is there? It's like, just feel it in your bones. I know the way the, film video <laughs> picture looked that even if it was just an establishing shot of the outside of a house, I knew it was quantum leap. <laughs> and I miss having that you know, ability. Even, even modern cable is terrible. Oh yeah. You can't, when you have to pop up the menu. Yeah, you have and, to do the guide because you can't oh, click as quickly because digital TVs, you can't click as, terrible. click as quickly. It's like, oh my gosh, it's like, what what's wrong with you people? Back in our day, <laughs> God, son, it was better when things were worse. <laughs> well, you had to click through everything to see what was on, but you could do it faster if you didn't care that much what was on. <laughs> these kids For these real. days don't hey, know. Hey, at least this is a good sign, right? That yep. uh, that somebody heard the complaint. And, Eventually. Uh, well, so anyway, so they're, uh, they're attributing loss to the, like, oh, crap, we're actually losing mm-hmm. some subscribers. So just so you know. It. Yeah, just so for those listening, just so you know, this isn't just automatically going away. No, you have to disable. It. You have to disable it. So <laughs> you can log settings. on to you can log on to Twitter and go to Netflix at whatever their handle is and uh, follow the instructions. You can't on do how it. to disable. Oh, I was to say, you can't do it through the app. You have to do it through their. No, website. for whatever reason, Mike decided we were all ninety years old and needed to get help. So <laughs> go to the app, go search the app, around for the settings, you find off. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, for People that know how to do that type of thing. See, he thinks we're Just all as old saying. as he is. Wow. <laughs> wow. Literally everybody Whoa. younger than you can do this, Mike. <laughs> That's all I had for news course. Oh, no, that means that's the problem. Oh, yeah. I don't know if y'all know this, but many. Consider Die Hard to be the greatest cop on a bad diet. Di- bad. But, 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 uh, Hit the button. Many people consider Die Hard to be the greatest cop on a bad day movie of all time. Really? Probably. But one of those days was one of Bruce Willis's bad day. Because, uh-huh. see, they was using extra loud blanks to make the guns extra shooty or something. I don't know. <laughs> and one went off right near his head. And he's been permanently two-thirds deaf in that ear ever since. Wow. Oh, no. Damn. Must have been raining that day. So what you're telling me is during his roast on Comedy Central, he didn't hear half the jokes? Uh, he says he oftentimes, and two it's thirds. funny because... <laughs> two-thirds. It's funny because he... I've heard him say right. this a lot, but he said ever since then he has a bad habit of going, what? What? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I've heard him say that many times. What? Interesting. Huh. Yeah. The old, the old Die Hard. Yeah, there you need to go. watch on the movies that made us. That's a great yep. episode. Yep. I I imagine Porkins Kid had a hard time finding something that wasn't <laughs> in that episode to talk about. <laughs> that episode was great. It was. They, when they dropped Alan Rickman off the building, yep. like, we're going to count to three. They're gonna drop him. Yeah. First off, if you're an, counted to like two, if you're an actor oh, man. and you're the real gonna, reaction, if you're an actor yeah. and you're about to get dropped off something, they're gonna drop you on two. This isn't the first time I've heard this. <laughs> I've heard other films are like, yeah, we counted two and dropped them so we could get I, a real. I don't know reaction. if they even counted down. I think they just dropped him, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, be. oh. 
Yeah, so <laughs> his that his, was the shot. Oh, oh crap! Look on his face was legit. Oh, it was real. He was really mad. Hey, he's legit anyway. <laughs> mm. Alan Rickman is a national treasure. Was still is, <sighs> but also he is was. in my heart. Uh, that's right. He was the best Snape I ever saw. The best sheriff of Nottingham I ever saw. He was in love, actually. A spoon. Why a spoon? Why not something sharp or like a knife or a sword? Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. (laughs) He was a robot. That's right. As well. It's time to talk about some comic movies, y'all. I'm so Whistling, whistling into the mic is always a great idea. That was a good idea. Call me out like that. Thank you, Howie. Thank you. I feel like suddenly I'm I'm channeling the woman from Goonies. Thank you, one eyed Willie. Thank you. Been a real treat. Speaking of real treats, it's time to pot talk about. I can't talk tonight. I got Porkins kid disease. What's Cop on, on a bad day. Now, what's that mean? Bad what's, that mean? Bad day. what's that mean, y'all? Cop on a bad day. Cop on a bad day. Cop on a bad day. That's stuck in your head. Yep. You got it. You got it. Cop on a bad day. You guys know what that means, right? Cop on a bad day isn't just a cop movie. It's the it's a cop movie where it's like the worst day. He's having the okay, going through the worst situation. Not just another average day, busting hookers and things like that, and druggies stuff like that. It's like it's the cop in the in the oh poop, what have I just gotten dumped into situation? Right? Yeah. Die Hard uh, is probably <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> you, you looked so intent. When you did that, you went, yep, and you gesticulated when you burped (laughs) as if it was a continuation of yep. (laughs) How he's turning pink. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Die Hard is like the quintessential cop on a bad day movie, right? John McClane, he's, you know, he's showing up. He gets off plane. He's trying to get there to his wife's office party. He doesn't want to be there. Their marriage is estranged, but he's got to be there. Take shoes and socks off. Yeah. And then suddenly terrorists attack and he's like, crap, I got to deal with this. I got to save everybody because the terrorists are attacking. Like, that's the perfect Come on by, cop on a bad day movie. And it fits it fits the requirements perfectly because it literally happens in the course of a night, right? Yes. So it's a, it's a, it's the quintessential. Not all of our movies are going to are going to be like 100% like Laser within the focus course of, of 24 yeah. hours or anything like that. But in the ballpark, right? The cop yeah. during their worst experience kind of thing. Yeah. And there are a lot of movies that fit this bill. This is a very, I mean, cop movie is a genre, but like cop on a bad day movie is like a subgenre that probably spans 80% of cop movie genre, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's why we decided we're going to like, we're all right, we're going to do cop on a bad day. Now, none of us picked Die Hard to talk about because it's obvious. And most likely all of you have mm-hmm. seen the Die Hard movies. If not, just Probably would you yeah. just stop? Just watch the first. Just watch the first one at least. Yeah, the first one definitely. Second I like one. all of them, but the first one is by far the best. Yeah, by far. 
Yeah. And then go watch the, the movies that made us episode about it. So <laughs> yeah. that out of the way, what movies are we? I want Mike to kick us off. You do? Oh, really? I do. Mike, I'll do that. Look at you. All right. So You're the winner tonight. My uh, my choice for Cop on a Bad Day movie was... He's actually the opening act. It's, it's Cop on a Bad Day, but with a comedic bent. Yes. Right? Nothing wrong I, with that? No, not at all. So I chose Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. So the basic premise is... Uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy is a Detroit cop. Axel Foley. Axwell Foley. Axel Foley. And uh, he is a talented young cop. Yep. But kind of takes things a little too far. Yeah, so he pisses be, off his captain. Pisses off Inspector Todd. <laughs> yeah, Inspector Todd. Classic trope. <laughs> uh, but uh, the movie starts out with him. He's on a sting operation trying to pick up some guys for hawking some cigarettes and uh, gets in trouble. Big chase ensues, blah, blah, blah. Gets in trouble with the inspector. And uh, uh, anyway, ends up taking some time off and uh, runs into an old buddy of his who was out in Beverly Hills mm -hmm. and uh, showed up on his doorstep and... Had some some bonds that uh, he might have lifted from somebody, an employer or something to that effect, yeah. and uh, ended up being a bad thing, and ended up getting him killed. And uh, by Mike Ermintrow, right? Yeah, it was Mike Ermintrow. <laughs> When he still had hair. Oh my gosh! It's been so long <laughs> since I've watched this movie. I had no idea. Oh I yeah, like he's unrecognizable. Mike. Uh, in that movie from now. I season guess. three of Community. Uh, what? He took yeah, Chevy, right. Chase, Chevy Chase's place. Oh, That's right. all right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So anyway, um, decides to go out to Beverly Hills where his buddy came from, where he was working, and uh, figure out who the heck had him offed. Mm -hmm. And uh, anyway, so this is a classic 1980s movie, yes. which is one of the reasons I love it. That's uh, 80s were kind of my comeuppance. Like in life. Mike peaked in the 80s. I did peak. In, <laughs> I, I would say I peaked in the 90s. Right. But, uh, I was raised yeah. in the Mike, 80s. You're peaking for me right now. <laughs> yeah. I wish it quit <laughs> Yeah, you peaked January but 1st. I, I, dude, I love all things 80s. 80s is my jam. And uh, Beverly Hills Cop is like the epitome of 80s. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's got the music, right? You got mm -hmm. the Pointer Sisters and you got the you got the the, the theme song just for the movie. Whenever I think of oh, the yeah. 80s, I think of the Pointer Sisters. You, that's uh, <laughs> I do. I mean, it's got... If you, just it's listen to the soundtrack, every man. every 80s fashion style known. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Yes. The thing is that because it, the majority of the movie takes place in Beverly Hills... It's got the California 80s, yes, which are right. what most of modern media remembers the 80s to be like. Mm, sure. And which I've gone right. on off this a bunch of times in, in, on the on the podcast when we first talk about the Goldbergs and stuff like that. I'm like, the Goldbergs is Philadelphia, but they're playing California. It's California 80s the whole time. Like when I saw, saw Stranger Things, I was like, okay, that's what the 80s looked like in the Midwest. First two seasons of Stranger mm -hmm. Things. Stranger well, the Thing. first, part of, first part of the movie is... Detroit 80s. It is. Yeah, and it and is. It's, it's very grimy, and it's, and it's murder actually, capital of the country. It's Bruckheimer, so yeah. it's got a very, 
And the, and Bruckheimer, he's one of those guys, one of those early film, explosions. Yeah. filmmakers. And pirates. That, <laughs> it did. But <laughs> a lot of, of those swords, movies from the early 80s, like that Bruckheimer and, and Landis and some of those guys yeah. did, had a very Midwest feel to them, man. I mean, mm-hmm. like Trading Places and... And uh, which was Philadelphia. And I mean, so yeah, I know what you're saying with the, yes, the look and the feel of the Beverly Hills, and I'm California. Not comp- I'm saying in this movie, the con- contextually, it makes sense. And it sure. represents what everybody remembers right, about right, the 80s. Right. But, yeah, but I the, did I love think the contrast. They, they, they point out the absurdity of yes. the, the California 80s when he's driving Absolutely. down. Exactly. Like down Rodeo Drive. It's being yeah, presented right. to you for exactly how <laughs> ridiculous it was then. Right. Which now yeah. we remember it like that was normal. Right. It's not. Right. Part of why, yeah, that works for me. <laughs> so um, just, I, I watched it the other night just to refresh on it. And just, like I said, the music was, was straight up 80s. I loved all that. Uh, the like I said, the theme song, which you've informed me, is what called Axel F. Axel F. I can't Axel. believe you didn't know that. No, I did not. I did not. Uh-huh. The whole dun, that dun, was like dun, 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 huge. Dun, dun. Yeah, just absolutely massive back then. They played it at every sporting event ever for a long, long, long period of time. time. Yes. yes. <laughs> Danny so, Elfman did a song for the movie. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he would have been just getting started. You just got boingo, done with Boingo Boingo. boingo. <laughs> it was probably still doing Boingo yeah, Boingo at that yeah, time. Probably. But <laughs> so um, you know, and and you know, this is early Eddie Murphy too. I mean, he was probably two or three films in at that point. He started with SNL in 1980. Um, and I think his first role outside of SNL was um 48 hours actually in 82. Really? That was before Trading Places. It was before Trading Places. I was surprised when I Whoa. did the research on this. So I would not have guessed wow. that. I th- I really thought this was probably his first big breakout role. It wasn't. Secret, I've never seen 48 hours. I've seen I another have. 48 hours, but I've never <laughs> seen the original for the, I've the seen reclusive 40, 48 hours. I've seen 48 hours not nearly as interesting as other no i mean trading no. places as yeah as in any of the beverly hills cop um yeah i don't know why people love that movie because it just I it didn't do it for me i don't get it at all yeah. if, uh, when i saw another 48 hours my it's because my dad rented it and i was sitting there watching with him and i'm like this isn't even exciting <laughs> in any way this is actually kind of boring and mundane right I feel like if they only had 48 hours they could rush things they got to <laughs> squeeze it into less than two so it should feel a little more fast paced. I'll tell you what, though, watching this movie really took me back because I mean, your old judge, what, the first Ryan time old I saw, yeah, judge yeah. Ryan, yeah, man, absolutely. <laughs> but um, this really took me back to the eighties because again, in the eighties, I was pretty young, and um, this is one of those that I could not watch in my own house. Yep. <laughs> so this would be one of those that <laughs> yep. I had to watch at a buddy's house. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first two, rated R. I got away with three. <laughs> three was way more family friendly. <laughs> yes, way more. Definitely yeah. not family friendly. No. I mean, there was, I just remember all the F-bombs dropped in this yes. movie. And I was mm-hmm. like, I mean, my young eyes are like wide open. Like, wow, there's a lot of cussing in this. Yep. <laughs> they went to a strip club. And dude. they went to the strip club, yep. man. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm like, them are some boobies. In the third one, they went to an amusement before. park and everything was fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that third one gets a lot of shit no but it's actually it's a, good a good movie, movie. <laughs> it is i like it i legitimately like beverly hills cop 3 but um yeah man this this one really took me back and uh it's just it's like again it's classic 80s and i, I guess i remembered it it was pretty 
I don't want to. I don't want to say when I watched it the other night, it was sophomoric. That's too harsh. But I mean, it was pretty simple. It was. Yeah. A, it was a, a simple. It is very. It is very simply. It, it, it's. It's basically taking the street cop and putting him with the regulations cops. Right. Then yeah. say, watch the street cop the, the dance circles the around the by the book cops. Right. Right. That's, I mean, yeah, it's a pretty tale as old as time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is, but it's great, man, because the. The whole the Beverly Hills scene is, you know, is great. Taggart and Rosewood mm. are are a perfect <laughs> match with Axel and yeah, it is because you know which one's the older guy? I forget Taggart. Taggart is just annoyed by him, yeah. and Rosewood Rosewood is having his eyes opened by him. He's, so, he's like, oh wow, yeah. Judge Reinhold's just so amazed. Yeah. He's- He's such a like a good sport about everything. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, these, those movies. I feel like they've been almost lost in time a little bit, and it yeah. sucks because they were legit yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, some. I mean, then these. I don't want to say this was the first, but, um, I mean, it it is kind of one of the first, at least feeling wise, of that that whole kind of genre of cop movie, of right? Comedy cop movies. Right, comedy. I but mean, it, we, after that, we got lethal weapon. Right. The lethal weapons came yeah. along and, and, you know, rush hour, maybe mm-hmm. that we're talking about here Tur- a little bit. Yeah. Turner and Hooch. And, Tur- and Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Cop and a half. Canine detective. Stop or my mom will shoot. The fugitive. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the one 12 hour movie Mike likes. So, yeah, man, this was really, this one was a a fun trip down memory lane. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was, like I said, it was, it was rough and gruff. And I just, the, the dichotomy of, Putting the Detroit cop in a you know the slick Beverly Hills scene, and, yep, and uh, you know just bouncing off you know Taggart and Rosewood, well, and, and Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy, oh, man, yeah. yeah. The I mean, fact just that nobody has mentioned Bronson Pinchot next is infuriating me. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing his Belky. It's uh, almost Serge, accent, almost yeah. Serge doing his Serge. like like more snooty Balky Bartaka it's, pro- it's like proto Balky, yeah, proto Balky and Serge. Oh my gosh, that was yeah. I mean, yeah, just a classic scene where he walks into the art store to find his friend, right? And then yes, Balky <laughs> Serge comes up. May I help you? Yeah. <laughs> he's like looking at all the art and he's just laughing because yeah. it's just so it's ridiculous. so ridiculously <laughs> over the top. Yeah, makes no sense from where he comes from. And uh, yeah, just the conversation <laughs> with Serge. Though. It's like, and how I, much is this? That's just, I can't. It was like some astronomical $120,000. Yeah, yeah, right. $120,000. <laughs> he just starts laughing. He's I, like, sold, I sold one the other day. <laughs> no, get the fuck out of here. No, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get you an espresso? <laughs> <laughs> Made it myself. Yeah. I make it myself. I use a little lemon twist. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Bronson Pinchot. <laughs> oh, great save! And actually, there's a there's a um, an appearance by a, a very young Damon Wayans in this too. Yeah. Oh, really? There's, there's the scene um, where he goes out and uh, well, he has the the um, he's at the hotel and he has the the food delivered to a Taggart and Rosewood that are spying on him. Right? Yeah, They're sitting out, out in the, the car. car. 
and uh, they delivered the food. And while they're delivered the food, he puts the banana in the tailpipe. Banana in the tailpipe. See, <laughs> well, he gets the bananas from uh, from the very young uh, Damon Wayans. Yeah. He's oh. playing a very effeminate. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> One of his future in Living Color characters, more yes, or less. Right. Yeah. yeah, met on film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, just take the banana. <laughs> yeah, he goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got we got peaches and we got, we got well, apples. It's a whole buffet. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just need some bananas. Just take them. <laughs> Here. <laughs> so good. Oh yeah, he's credited as Banana Man. <laughs> there you go. Launched a career as Banana Man. <laughs> oh man, and who's his buddy at the beginning of the movie? Um, that's uh, in Mike Detroit Herman with him. No, no, no. The dude from uh, with he was in that show with Helen Hunt. Um, oh, Paul Reiser. Yeah, Paul Reiser is his oh, buddy at yeah. the beginning of the movie. He's in so, all the movies, isn't he? Isn't Paul Reiser? He's in, at yeah. least he's at least number two, and he has a bigger role in in Beverly Hills Cop too. Yeah. So the first one, it's funny. Yeah, he Paul Reiser's in it, and he's like in it for like two scenes. Was Paul Reiser yeah, in every boy, movie back then? He was now. always that guy on the phone. <laughs> you guy. ever seen the movie Crazy People with Dudley Moore? Paul Reiser's just his partner that shows up when he goes back to work. What are you doing? You can't do this. I have to talk like this all the time. You can't. Okay, we got Paul Reiser. We're good. Let's go back to the plot. I love Paul Reiser. Don't get me wrong. Right, I'm right. all up in my two dads you know what also i love about this is it's one of the I, first i'm not sure how i feel about that comment. That's all right. this movie also has one of the first stereotypes of a boss cop right inspector todd where he's he's a axle fall you know he comes out there you you son you motherfucker you know yeah <laughs> real just gruff and in his face and- oh he's more than gruff he's just downright <laughs> pissed off like that's his only speed is pissed <laughs> off don't test me axel you're a pain in my ass. <laughs> they, no, I mean the I the tough, said, the so tough police captain, police boss, whoever been around forever. They <laughs> they they got on that set and they said, "Okay, we don't want you to do this a stereotypical busting chops police captain. We want you to be like an angry pimp." <laughs> Pretty much because that's how he comes across. He's just like f bombing him out and stuff, chewing him out like he owes him twenty dollars. You know they riff off each other very well. Oh, it's it hilarious! Was, it's, it's good hilarious. stuff, man. And uh, but you're right. Somebody's mentioned Eddie Murphy. I mean, just just classic Eddie Murphy, man. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just who's I making always, a big resurgence right now. Yeah, yeah, he is yeah. actually after a long time. And guys like this, man. I got to give props to man. He took some time off just to raise his family. Yep. He's one of those guys, man, that just was like, I mean, he had some marketing oopsies. He had some, yeah, some problems and whatnot, (laughs) but took some time off, raised his family and is it's right. Now's the right time for him to come back. Mm -hmm. And actually I think coming to America too has been announced and he just has a big SNL. I've been trying to carve out time to watch Dolomite is my name because that movie looks incredible. So that's a, that one. I might try to get that in this weekend. Eddie Murphy's great, man. I mean, he's always has been. He is. So. Yeah, he's hilarious. I mean, just even his, his comedy days and, and stand up and everything. It was just, mm-hmm. it was edgy and different. And I mean, it just really pushed the envelopes. And, and uh, I'm glad he's making a comeback. So, and yeah. his SNL was fun, man. SNL yeah. is usually not fun anymore. Yeah. And it was a good episode. So. Yeah, it was pretty good. Especially because he could not quit breaking. <laughs> and since you're not used to seeing him break yes, that much because right. he's been out of the game for a while, it was actually enjoyable. Yes. Let's quit pimping SNL. I'm getting really sick of this crap. I know. I know. It's terrible. All right, I'm going to go to Garrick. 
Hey, because hey. we already mentioned Garrick's movie. Yeah, Rush Hour. Rush Hour. Look so, at the words this, that are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Never touch a black man's radio. Yes. <laughs> so this, this movie came out 1998, and it has a special place in my heart because I think, if I remember correctly, it was the movie I sold my very first ticket to when I worked in the movie theater. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say something a little more intimate, but all right. No, no, that well, was they gave me, they, Well, after the uh, movie was out of theater, they gave me the poster for nice. rush hour and I hung it on my wall. Yeah. Ooh, that helps. That was part of the perks working at movie theater. Free posters. Yeah. Woo. Woo. yeah. I got like a 12 foot banner of the daredevil movie in my garage. So <sighs> of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> it's all rolled up. Uh, yes, it's it hard be. to unroll it as you should <laughs> and, not yeah so rush hour came out and it was a phenomenon like people i don't know people listening to this might not be old enough to remember but it was probably the most quoted movie for about a year yeah <laughs> after it came out it was the most quoted totally movie a bunch of white people a doing year. a black guy voice yeah. for uh, about so, a year back when that was not as frowned upon as it is now but probably yeah. still frowned upon so th- <laughs> this then. movie uh is credited kind of with uh making jackie chan an american movie star yeah he yeah. he'd, he'd been a hong kong uh slash chinese movie star for a very long time before yeah. this movie and he was in rumble in the bronx which saw I don't know. Some people, not many people saw it here in America. Yeah. I mean, some of us who are in the Hong Kong scene, like me, saw it, you know, the Kung Fu scene, you know? Weebs and Jeeves. <laughs> in the Kung Fu scene. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, I, I hung around with Brian, who made me watch all the <laughs> That's true. terrible, terrible Hong, <laughs> the Kung Fu movies. Yeah. Which some of them were decent, but yeah. So this movie is kind of credited with making him a huge star, which is awesome. Because his action and stunts are like nothing we'd seen. Yeah. He he actually choreographed all his stunts for the movie. Like (laughs) they didn't have to do anything. He just like, well, I'm just going to jump off this thing and do this thing. Like, uh, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Chris Tucker's scream of her something. This movie starts off the same way Beverly Hills Cop does. (laughs) Where (laughs) Chris Tucker is uh, the lone wolf. Is he getting chewed out by his boss? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he blows up a car. And gets into trouble, and then he gets chewed out by his boss. <laughs> okay, exactly. Yeah, go, I love that trope. Yeah, so he gets pawned off to go uh, help the Chinese consulate, and they're having this new dignitary or somebody come in, and he's sent there to kind of babysit him, more or less, yeah. and it's Jackie Chan. Um, but Jackie Chan's looking out for this uh, dignitary's daughter who's been kidnapped, and that's that's the whole plot of the movie, this trying to find where this young girl is that got kidnapped. Um, so this this is a great scene when she gets kidnapped because they say the name of the movie right there. <laughs> awesome. But it's so Rush Hour. you know why hour. it's called Rush Hour? Because uh, they say it in the movie. Yep, they yeah. said it. Yeah. yeah, so Chris Tucker basically has a terrible day because he has to hang out <laughs> with Jackie Chan, oh, who he thinks day. doesn't speak English. That's terrible. So, so he's like yelling... At him the whole time. He's like, Do you, what well, the, the famous, do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? It's like, point to his you know, teeth. Classic. <laughs> classic Chris Tucker right there. This is two episodes oh, in a row where we mentioned Chris, Chris Tucker. Tucker. I just want to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. 
and at least the third because uh, overall, because yeah. he was in Fifth Element, by the way. That's true. Yep. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing that oh, out. We, we brought that up then too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fifth Element is a super green. Oh, that's Robin. right. Somebody sat that episode out. I remember now. <laughs> that's right. Mm, what a bastard. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't that I was going to miss an episode and you guys decided, <laughs> we should do Fifth Element because Corey's not here. <laughs> it's great because he, this whole time he's thinking Jackie Chan doesn't, uh, Jackie Chan's character Lee doesn't speak English. So he's just yelling at him the whole time. And <laughs> what do you know? He speaks pretty good English after I all. I got you. Dun, got dun, dun. him. <laughs> also, yeah. Jackie Chan really didn't speak English at the time. He spoke somewhat English. This is no, the first. Very, very little. Somewhat. All of his lines were phonetically memorized. Yeah. Oh, which really? you get from the outtakes. You oh, watch yeah, the outtakes, right. you realize he has no idea what he's saying most of the time. Yeah. This is the first movie, I think, where they didn't have to dub him with somebody. Like, yeah, I was actually doing the English speaking lines. Yeah. Which was neat. Old yeah. Jack. So there. Yeah, so they're on the hunt for more or less the triad, but they call it something else. Jun Jun Tao or something, mm. who's uh, kidnapped this this young girl, and sure enough, they find out behind every major Asian organization, there's always one evil British white dude yep. that's in charge. <laughs> evil Brits, <laughs> fucking Brits, behind everything. <laughs> That's why we make all the Nazis have British accents. In That's right. That's why the Empire's British. That's right. That's right. They're all evil. Yeah, we quit them. Yeah, so this is great because it takes place right as Britain's handing over Hong Kong back to China. So then you got this whole extra, like, subtle backdrop that this could cause a major, uh, I guess, political crisis over there or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously this... It, it turns out well, and everything gets resolved. Uh, I don't want to spoil it in case the people haven't seen it. But <laughs> I don't want to spoil it's Rush Hour or, or it's two sequels. That movie from, yeah, 21 yeah, but years I, ago. I love the movie because Jackie Chan just freaking nails at all his his stunts. His his stunts were like something we'd never seen. Oh, even when he's not point. doing stunts, his charisma is just oh, yeah. 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 unreal. Oh, yeah. It pours yeah. off the screen. <laughs> And it was yeah. a good vehicle for Chris Tucker, which again is not something you can say all the time. I was going to yeah. say Chris Tucker's I mean, not in that. I shouldn't say because I don't see him in that much. I was going to say since then. I mean, I've seen him in Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, he hasn't. Yeah, he was in the the two sequels and not much else really after yeah. this. I think he kind of what like retired or something. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if it just dried up or what. Yeah. Maybe yeah. everybody saw the Fifth Element. <laughs> no, that, would, that, that was prior that to rush exploded hour. his career but yeah, yeah. everybody's rush hour so. everybody's hitting on the on the uh the funny funny cop on a bad day movies even die hard falls in that category right so yeah. before howie i'm gonna go i'm gonna take a twist you're turn. gonna break this up aren't you? i gotta break it up oh boy well he's saving the best for last so yeah more or less because i also love your movie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i i like all these movies but um, I went a, a little bit different direction. Uh, my cop had a bad two days. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. a week. Who knows? I went with a classic film. Okay. I chose In the Heat of the Night. Oh. Oh, the TV show. No, not the TV show. 
the TV show came uh, was was a follow up after the success of the film. You see, oh. yeah, because Carol O'Connor or Archie Bunker, who was in the TV show, not in the movie, just no, a dude that kind of shaped like him. <laughs> yeah. old like him, him. At all. And the main character in the movie and racist be, like him, right? Uh, main main yeah. character Virgil Tibbs, Virgil Tibbs played Sydney, by Sydney. Oh, uh, that's Mister Tibbs to you. Sydney Poitier. Sydney you call Poitier, him Mr. Tim. American Treasure is yeah, the awesome. man. Yeah. Okay. In everything he's in. I was going to say, I he's don't think I've ever man. seen him in anything where he wasn't he stealing just, everything. Right. I was going to say that he just doesn't eat up the screen, man. We are going to Tahiti. Uh, I absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Who gets a sneakers reference? I don't care. Someone <laughs> will. Uh, and I. I love Sidney Poitier very, very much. And uh, I love this movie mm-hmm. very, very much. This movie's made in the 60s, right? Mike, you're uh, fact-checking um, my yeah, crap. 1967. 67. Yep. And in the heat of the night, I'm willing to believe that a, that a fair amount of our listeners have never seen this film. And you need to correct it. I'm not kidding. It, it, yeah, it, this, movie. this movie is one of those must-see it's films. It's an essential. It's an it essential. It really is. Um, because what it did in the 60s to... okay. They tackle an issue of racism in the South in a way that is not preachy, but it's also not balanced. There's some balance, but it's not completely balanced. It shouldn't be. Right. But they did it in a way that, like, it holds up. It was effective. It's effective. It feels like a genre film, or it feels like, like 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 a history film. Yeah. Like a time, a time, a period. That's piece. a good there way to go. put it. You know it what? It feels Whenever like I, a period piece, but when, it does. It was. It was modern day. Right. When I when I think of this film, I also think of it in tandem with um, Mississippi Burning. Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. And yes, I always think so, of them, right. and then I go, "Oh wait, no, that's the Gene Hackman one." Right. Like I always have right. to remind myself. And right. both of these films. Are so great. and and that one's more historical. So right. yes, I mean, I think yeah. you're right. It's it's depicting it in a way that is is accurate and true to the time. Yeah, so uh, in the heat of the night uh, is Louisiana, I believe, because borders Mississippi. Arkansas. Is it Mississippi? Mm-hmm. I thought... Pretty sure. Does Mississippi border Arkansas? Someone tell me, tell me about the country that I live in. I think it's in like Sparta, Missouri. No. Or Sparta, Miss- Mississippi or something. You said Arkansas? Arkansas is a little further west, man. Yeah. It is Mississippi. It's Sparta, Mississippi. Well, the dude crossed the border, tries to cross the border into Arkansas. Well, he they live in Mississippi. That's why I so assumed it was Louisiana. That's why. I, think, uh, I mean, you have yeah, Alabama, that's where Mi- my logic. Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, Louisiana Texas, Ar- Arkansas. No, Arkansas is on the other side. Okay, Mike, you're making me look good, which is not good because I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, although it's filmed in Illinois, so yeah. Well, I, and I'll tell you what, that's one of the things that always strikes me when I see this film: the, how Midwestern it actually feels. Doesn't feel Southern. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The the greenery is very Midwestern. It's not covered in kudzu for one. Yeah. How he's making <laughs> a true. crazy face. Oh. How he died. The uh, two million um budget yeah. estimated. Twenty seven thousand in, in the film? In the theaters? In the theaters. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable wow. because this movie, I mean, it they literally they made a TV show yeah. from this movie. Right. But it could be a long that running TV it could show. be that in the in the mid to late sixties, people didn't want to go see a film that was so blatantly about right. racism, right? So, all right, let me give you the rundown of the heat. Oh, the box office is twenty four million. Maybe that was opening weekend. I mean. Oh, maybe. 
Let's um, say world. Okay, IMDb must be wrong. Yeah, then. I was gonna say this is cute. That says worldwide gross, so you would think that would include the states, but maybe not. Oh. So, uh, here's a funny thing: the set in the fictional Mississippi town of Sparta, with supposedly no connection to the real Sparta, Mississippi. But most of the movie was filmed in Sparta, Illinois. That's yeah. funny. Oh, that's hilarious. That's great. So, yeah, most people, if if you've never seen this movie, if you refer to any Oscar compilation of like famous quotes of ever, you'll always get the Sydney Portier turning and go, they call me Mr. Tibbs. That's like <laughs> that's the a, big that line. whole interaction is great. It is. It is. Because his name is Virgil. Yeah. And the racist cop is like, oh, they call you Virgil. What do they call you? They call you Virgil. They call you Virgil. <laughs> they gets call off. me Mr. So, okay. The story is small town, Sparta, Mississippi, which somehow a guy can run to Arkansas from Sparta, Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> they uh the it's really fast train stops dude gets off train you don't see like it's all it's a, that classic trope where you don't see anybody's face it's just feet and stuff moving around because at this point i think the point of it was to not show you race because it's not part of the film at this point so you see this guy get off the train and he walks into the train station and there's this just you know Wormy cop guy driving around slowly on his normal beat after being <laughs> lied about regarding not having pie. Watching an underage naked lady. Yeah, watching window. an underage girl get, you know, walking around naked in her house. Uh, pulls up and down an alley and finds a, uh, finds a, finds a corpse. And so it's small town, Mississippi. They're not used to seeing like homicides like this. And so, you know, they get the uh, they get the town doctor out, you know, like a high school kid photographer taking pictures of it, and the police chief is there, and you know, chewing his gum, all ratty like, you know. It's so gross. It is. It is. It, 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 everybody's the worst kind of person, but yet <laughs> understandably so. And so then they he sends the uh, the cop who found the body sends him out to go check all these local haunts and see if there's anything weird going on, if anybody knows anything. And he stops by the train station, looks in, and here's Sidney Portier sitting on a bench reading the paper, you know, with like a suitcase and in a suit. And this cop <laughs> just says, oh, there's our killer. Because he's a black guy. He's a stranger. <laughs> he's a, a black stranger. Guy. And also he's a black guy. Very right. clearly. You know what I mean? Yep. And so he, he arrests Sidney Portier and they, uh, they take him in and they quickly figure out that. He had nothing to do with this, but there's, there's, it takes a minute, you know, and they find out that he's a cop, right? <laughs> he's a cop from Philadelphia. So they call his boss and you know, the boss of Philadelphia tells this racist police chief over the phone that he is like, wait, does he put him on the phone and chew him out? No, he doesn't oh. chew him out. Actually, actually <laughs> no, in this movie, that the police boss tells him that he is like the best homicide detective <laughs> in all of Philadelphia and you should just keep him there and use him. <laughs> it, it, provided he didn't actually kill your guy, right, yeah. he'll just probably help you. Like, no, no, I think we got everything well in hand. You know what I mean? And But... Even though Sidney Portier is trying to keep calm throughout this, he's furious because he knows he's just being profiled the whole time, racistly yeah, profiled. And everyone's he's, so terrible to him. They're they're awful to him, and he's just keeping cool the whole time. You know, black guy in the South in the '60s. Right. You want to survive? You had you know what I mean. You had to you had to eat a lot of crap, 
and 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 he's doing it magnificently until they realize their mistake. And yeah, they're like, you know, they're making fun of him. Your name Virgin, blah blah blah. Yeah. And that's that's when he loses. Like, what do they call you up there, boy? They call me Mister Tibbs mm-hmm. because he's in freaking charge. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And uh, so what ends up happening is that. They're like, well, we don't need your help. And then he notices something and says, well, it's not the thing you think because of that. I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. All right. The, stick around. And the, he's like, all right, I'll stick around. The, uh, the police chief, like, he's great. He this. is so great because he's awful, but it's like he's, he shows growth, though. He's, too. It's not just that he shows growth. What you realize is that the difference is that he's not. This movie illustrates the difference between being an actual a-hole and just having learned bad interpretations, bad habits, right. and how someone who has just had this learned stuff but isn't actually a horrible person, but they've learned horrible things and they act horribly, right. but they don't have a horrible person, can actually realize how to adjust those things. Something that in today's society, we completely lack any (laughs) understanding of that people can grow, that people who do bad things aren't necessarily always bad people. And this movie does a great job of showing that, but it also very subtly does not completely victimize Virgil Tibbs, even though he has every right to act the victim. He never does. Right. But he also catches himself going down the wrong path because he was just so pissed off at some of the like couple of most sure. racist dudes right. that he thought for sure they had to be evil and behind something mm-hmm. when maybe they weren't necessarily behind it at all. They're just bad people. Right. So he lets his prejudices kind of like blind him and he fully admits to it at one point. Right. Whereas the chief who doesn't have that much self-awareness at all just is taking these baby steps of growth. And even then, every time he can get a lay, like just gets a footing on some evidence or something that Virgil didn't come up with, he's immediately, oh, I got it solved, Virgil. You can hit the road. Go catch a train, Virgil. <laughs> like he just immediately, you oh, we figured station. out. He's like, well, you didn't figure it out. And, you know, you didn't think about this. Oh, I don't need, you think you coming up here highfalutin, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like all that kind of racist stuff. And and then Virgil starts to walk away and go, yeah, but you know, this A plus B and C. And then they're like, damn it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Freaking A. And so, like, this, there's this back and forth continually throughout the movie. And then at one point, they realize that there's these dudes that are going to lynch Virgil because he has an altercation with a very powerful individual who, like, literally, oh, like... I love that scene. Oh, that is one of the best scenes in the greenhouse. This rich guy who has always owned the town until the guy that got killed came along. And he's, like, real powerful, old-style southern dude. He literally owns a cotton plantation he owns a cotton plantation <laughs> that's got like it's got actual machinery picking cotton and it's got poor black folks picking cotton too right um and this guy's sitting and he's got a greenhouse and virgil knows all about flowers and at first he actually really likes him he's super impressed about all his you know knowledge stuff and they're talking whatever but then it turns to him realizing that they're actually there to question him in connection with the murder and the dude just up and slaps virgil Virgil doesn't even have time to turn his cheek and his arms already coming back around and slaps the dude right back. back And the dude's standing there and, you know, he's like, boy, there's a time I could have had you shot. You know what I mean? And you can see Sidney Portier standing there standing strong, but he's got tears rolling up in his eyes, kind of, right? But the best thing is that Literally, this dude's hinting that the police chief should just shoot him and then claims, you know, self-defense. He just looks, what are we going to do about that? And the police chief just sits there chewing his gum and goes, I don't know. Because <laughs> he's literally like, well, I'm not going to shoot him. He's a cop, and also he's helping 
but hell, I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Because the, the, like the thing that just happened could not happen. Yeah, and it did. Right. And it's and so after that, there are people after Virgil, and they're trying literally chasing him, trying to run him off the road. They're getting a fight with like chains and pipes. They did not have Jackie Chan there to coordinate the uh, fight. No, I want to make that if very clear. Cordy would have had Jackie Chan. It yeah. would have been a there were no stunt, there were no movie. stunt doubles or anything because all it did all it was was one at a time. The camera would look at somebody and they would lunge at the camera with the weapon and then turn around like a Sydney Portier lunge with a pipe like that old 60s style fight but <laughs> um but i mean it gets to the point where they're like you know even the town mayor is like, who is saying you got to work with virgil to figure out what happened because the widow was all pissed off and they're going to take the factory and leave and blah 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 and he even he's saying like you got to get him out of town <laughs> you got to get him out of town you got to solve it on your own because they're going to kill him like everybody knows virgil's got to get town at this point virgil's like uh-uh i'm in for a penny and a pound I'm not leaving until I figure this the heck out because I'm really pissed off. <laughs> and it is just so good. Even the scene where they're in the police chief's house and they've been drinking wild turkey and Virgil's sitting back in his <laughs> chair and the police chief's laying on his Davenport, right? I called it that on purpose. Nice. Uh, and 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 the police, he's like drunk. He's got his hands over his eyes, blocking what little lights in the room. And he starts talking about how he's not married. He doesn't, you know, that they have a lot in common. And then he's like, he's like, nobody's ever even been inside my house. He goes, this may be the first time anyone other than me has been inside my house. Like he's, he's opening up, you know, just drunk with his hand over his eyes. And then Virgil makes a reciprocating comment that's relatively innocuous. You know, like he says, you get lonely, Virgil, or something like that. And Virgil's like, oh, no more than you do, I suppose. And this throws that switch back into old habits and the police chief who's drunk suddenly gets really defensive and starts saying all this racist stuff like come in here. I don't need your pity and blah, blah, blah. And he's, but he's just grabbing at whatever's in the old arsenal. Right. Right. So then it really comes down to like the last 30 seconds of the movie to see if he actually commits to the growth that he's made. Yeah. And then you don't mm -hmm. sit, you don't sit and wallow in it and high five and have a party. It's a subtle nod. Right. That's it. Yeah. Yep. That's it, but that changes the whole last two seconds of the film. Because he, he changes, but it's not like it's not a three sixty change. No, he's right. not going to be believable. He's not going to be <laughs> yeah. a warrior for right. you know for people for equal rights or right. anything like right. that. Mm -hmm. He's just he's had to realize that this dude's a human being. He's an educated human being, mm -hmm. and uh, and he cares about what he does. And they really are fighting on the same side, right? It's just they're fighting on the same side in two the, very the, different. The, the last the last scene is pretty great because yeah. you know the the he's getting on the train finally going back to Philadelphia or wherever. Now there, yeah. The, before the last words though, there's an interesting yeah, thing. Well, he's just like, well, he's like, well, see ya. And so no, before Sydney that, Port before that, when they pull up in the car, Sidney Portier gets out of the passenger side, opens up the back door to reach for a suitcase. And the police chief opens the back door on the driver's side quickly and grabs the suitcase and carries it. Yeah. So he's literally and carrying luggage for the black guy. This is, this is something that goes by real quick. You might not even notice, but right. in this case, because especially if you pay attention to the rest of the film, like even the, the idiot soda jerk won't serve Virgil. But here the police chief grabs his case and then carries it over to the train. But then it's just like, oh, yeah, see ya. Yeah, see, ya. and yeah. then he gets on the train and he's like, "Virgil, take care." He's yeah, like, you too. Yeah, he <laughs> just like, says, okay, "You take care now." Cool. And then, yeah. they, then, City Portier kind of smiles a little bit. You too. End of the film. 
but it is such a powerful short thing yeah, right that happens because of all the turmoil that they go to uh, down to the last minute of just getting him in on town there's still a lot of friction there but that whole you take care now was like switching it over from your professional convenience to your real person and and i i, I just i love this movie so much because you see everything that Virgil has to deal with. You know what I mean? It's hard to feel bad for the police chief, but really he's in a case where, you know, he's not going to be, he's not going to be reappointed or right. whatever. Like his job's in peril because he's not treating Virgil the way he's not letting them but off the him. He's actually, you right. know, yeah, he's not letting them kill him and stuff like that. But is he still racist? Of, of course he is. Of course he is, but he reaches a point where the human, the human part, right. is able to just creep outside right. that. And right. I, 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 there's and it's real. It, I it's mean, a it's, seed. It, it's not. It's not the right. plant. It's not the flower exactly. plant. It's, it's showing that the seed is germinated, and that's, and that is so important. And and I think that's maybe differentiates a film made at that time versus films today, because I think the tendency nowadays is to I mean really be ham fisted. Overstate with, everything. Right, right. And exact and and this feels more real. It like, felt it feels really authentic. Right. So even, that there even the soda jerk, like I'm not serving him, like suddenly turns on a dime. Like he's better than this. You know, he's dressing a greasy t shirt. Right. His hair is matted. Yeah. You, the movie illustrates early on that he's a dope. Right. Like he's a jerk. Mm -hmm. You know, but here's this like well dressed professional dude mm -hmm. but he's black so i'm not gonna serve him right right uh, yep yep oh man yeah it, this is such movie. a power it's essential watching so yes yeah. not so, seen it before highly highly recommended yep so let's bring her back around to something lighter how we pick bad boys too you ain't seen Bad, Bad Boys, Boys 2. 2. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. How he didn't pick Bad Boys I 2. I didn't pick Bad Boys he 2. He picked a movie that had Bad Boys 2 in it. It did have Bad Boys 2 in it. In it? In all the right ways. Mm -hmm. What no does that mean? Um, well, <clears throat> I picked uh, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz! Hot Fuzz! Hot Fuzz. Ow! Yeah. It, um, <laughs> so... The bad day part of this whole thing was uh, Simon Pegg, who's he's, is he a detective or is he a sergeant? He, oh yeah, he's just he's a sergeant. Sergeant, and he's highly in effective London, in, in, in London. London. <laughs> uh, he kind of has a, a British version of being chewed out by the boss. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. And, and that is no doubt incredibly <laughs> intentional. <laughs> Okay. Because oh it's so polite. You know, because Hot Fuzz is a satire <laughs> yes. of the cop, cop on movies. a bad day right, movie. Yeah. Right, right. But it's also an incredible <laughs> cop on a bad day movie. But because it's a British satire, <laughs> you can't have the Beverly Hills cop dude cussing out. Instead, you have the really supportive, understanding cop. Well, I hope you understand. Uh, and, and they have to, my hands are tired. They're transferring him because he's too good at he's, his yeah, job. Yeah, that's the thing. Is yeah. He's too good. Yeah. Uh, Instead and, of being and, a bad yeah, cop, he's he makes, too good of a cop. Makes everybody yeah. else look, look bad. bad. So right. they have to transfer him out of uh, of where he loves. He, like, yeah. he is... Where he loves to be. He's he in his element. Yeah. And so now he's, he's forced out into this place that he doesn't want to be at. So there's his bad day 
element to this yeah. whole thing. And that's just the beginning uh, of the bad That's just the beginning of the bad day. Of the bad week, yeah. Um but yeah, it's So they uh, ship them off to this little tiny village. Little right? tiny village. Uh <laughs> and I don't even remember where, where they it's like voted to be. like top ten like gardens <laughs> or something like that. And, yeah, they or something. Yeah. Haven't had a murder there in like decades yeah, yeah, or whatever. Hundreds of years or yeah. something. Yeah. And it's this perfect little place. Um and nothing ever goes wrong. Um but they they do have accidents from time to time. Yeah. Where people That's die. So unfortunate. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, what we come to find is that people actually experience horrific deaths on the on the uh, often. On the yep. regular. On the regular. Yeah. Um but it's just an accident. Yeah, it's just an accident. It's not like it's murder. Murder. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's not Said an the accident. Queen. It's a collision. Accident implies there's no one at fault. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that man. was the queen. I just want to point out that that was the queen. So Simon Pegg <laughs> notices pretty quickly that something's afoot. Something's amiss. <laughs> uh, it, and people are constantly making fun of him because they think he's this overly dramatic. Uh, I know his background is that he's like a super cop. They, yeah. they know where he comes from. So they just are. Like, there's no way you're an idiot. It's all in your head. It's all in your head. That's what you're used to seeing. Yeah, but that's you're not trying the way to make this up here. to, you know. Well, just one goose, actually. <laughs> but comes to find out, yeah, there's something going on. There there's is a seedy, you know, undertones to uh, some of these people. Yep. So the people who are dying <laughs> horrifically yeah. are are deaths of convenience. <laughs> yes. Well, therefore, the. <laughs> yeah. The People. greater good. The greater good. The greater good. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they have the leaders of this village that they have to take matters into their own hands. They're to like make literally sure. like the village committee. Yes. And also the head of this dark cult or yes. whatever. <laughs> they have to take matters into their own hand and get rid of the people who the are destroying the their village. The undesirables. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a great bushy beard. So Can first I off, I love beard? I love the name Nicholas Angel that is the greatest cop name ever. Nicholas, Nicholas Angel. Nicholas Angel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and also How's this- it going, Sergeant Angel? <laughs> <laughs> also, Timothy Dalton's greatest oh. role. Of all time. <laughs> My God. I remember <laughs> in the theaters, seeing this in the theaters, and Timothy Dalton shows up, and I didn't know that Timothy Dalton, and I immediately went, is that Timothy Dalton? For those who don't know, James Bond, right? For at least a couple One films. Of cuff me, I'm a slasher. <laughs> a what? I said cuff me, I'm a slasher. A slasher of prices? <laughs> Oh, the, I love Timothy Dalton in One this of movie. The best movies. <laughs> He's ever got that made. mustache. He's just got that big grin on his yeah, face. Yeah, the big poop eating grin the entire film. <laughs> this this has a fantastic cast. Oh yeah, uh, it has all, no right. Bill Nye has no right. Yeah, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, Martin Freeman, Bill Nye, Robert Popper. Yeah, Martin Clay, Freeman. Clay yeah. Blanchett. Oh, Rory. Uh, um, oh, yeah. the hound. Yeah, you know, a lot of people don't oh, realize yeah. Kate Blanchett's Yarp. in this film because That's she has right. a surgical mask on throughout her whole scene. <laughs> and she's talking in the voice that yeah. she used in right. uh, Life Aquatic with yeah. Steve Zissou. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. A lot Steve of familiar Merchant, faces. Steve Merchant's in this one, too. Yep. 
That's uh, just such. And of course, yeah, the mountain. Great... Or not the mountain. The hound. The hound. The hound. The hound was yeah. a, yeah. Yarp. 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 Narp. Narp. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this mm. is probably one of the best, one of my favorite comedies action Ever. movies of yes, all time. Absolutely. Hands yeah, down. It's is, just like Shaun of the Dead is one of my favorite zombie movies. Yeah. They made satires of other films. I don't want to talk about World Yeah, Zen, we don't need to talk about that. But, but Hot Fuzz <laughs> is it, yeah. phenomenal. Now, in the movie, Frost, they reference. I mean, come on. Yeah. In the movie, they reference the source material. Because Nick Frost is obsessed with cop movies. His character is yes. obsessed with cop movies. And of course, you know, Sergeant Angel's never bothered with any of them. So he's basically making yeah. him sit down and he's watch holding these up movies with Bad him. Boys and Point Break. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And like, doesn't he have a popsicle in his mouth see. or something? <laughs> that sounds I've never right. seen Bad Boys 2. You mean you ain't seen you Bad ain't Boys 2? You've never too. seen Bad Boys 2. <laughs> yeah. That's that. Their dynamic is so great because <laughs> he goes in thinking, you know, uh, Officer Angels is like, he thinks he's from the movies because he's from the big town. And yeah, he's, he's lots, from London. Lots of action and he shot people. Yeah, and he <laughs> keeps, keeps asking having, him questions. Oh, yeah. you, have, <laughs> you ever, have you ever fired two guns while jumping through the air? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so good. Oh, my. Oh. Yeah, there's that. What was that comment about him shooting in the air? Um, it was like it was like screaming, yeah. yelling, oh, while shooting in the yeah. air. <laughs> He's always asking <laughs> these yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever fired a Kalishnikov? <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, Brits. They call them Kalishnikovs. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously this is a huge comedy. Oh yeah. Um if it's I mean, phenomenal. Literally, like old people attacking people, and like you hit the yeah. old person with a squad car. Did they go flying <laughs> yeah, over the, a cow? The or final th standoff is between the village heads, El the village elders, more or village, less, uh, village elders, and Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. <laughs> yeah, uh, and they've got aviators <laughs> yeah. on. It's all the guns. And all it's, the guns. It, this is where it's it's literally it's like bad Matrix. boys. You have yes. it's bad boys because you have like the spinning camera that's spinning around. Around them to make you feel disoriented yeah. and all that, and there's jumping through the air while firing your guns. Yeah. There's shooting in the air while going. Ah. And of course, you got the meme yeah. of Nick Frost against the freezer counter, racking the shotgun. Yep. Shame, you know? shame. Are you hit? No, it's just Polynesian or Bolognese. Yeah, oh you can tell from Mike's laugh, and we're all laughing too. That this. There's so many good one-liners in this thing. So many great shots and, and the writing's phenomenal. That oh. you just can't help from laughing uh -huh. the whole time. Yeah, that I I I was so looking forward to this film when it came out because I had seen Shaun of the Dead, and I was like, Yeah, this is the second one in yeah. that series. And I and yeah, the what's it the what's the name of the ice yeah Coronado series the ice creams that they eat little ice creams. Uh, or Cornetto. Or yeah, Cornetto. That sounds right. Cornetto. It's not the Cross of Coronado. That belongs in a museum. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 I was really excited to see this movie, and I was also nervous because <clears throat> the genre that, like, that they were satirizing, like Bad Boys and Point Break, those are the cop movies that I don't like as much. You know what I mean? Where they're a little more self serious, not completely, but a little more. Mm -hmm. you, it crosses the line for me. Um, 
Because they're cop action movies more than anything. Yeah. And I'm like, eh, but then I was excited and I sat down and I was like, oh my God, I liked this more than Shaun of the Dead. I mean, yes. by I mean, a narrow margin, maybe, but I love Shaun of the Dead, but this for me definitely eases out. Shaun of the Dead had a lot of like Fafo, knowing chuckles Fafos. and a few bust up laughings. This yes. film was just bust up laughing. Yes. Front to back. Every single and every tonal shift that they do constantly throughout the film. Like it's mundane and repetitive and then action. And then, yeah, I, yeah. I just, and then narp, yard, yard, yard. Narp. <laughs> narp. Narp. Fascist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I don't know that I can say any more about this now and being, overly gushy so it's too good hey y'all should join us up on the discord and tell us what your favorite cop on a bad day movie is do it we want you to do it so go to betterkind.com find a link to our discord channel and hop in because we really want to know what's your favorite cop on a bad day film because there's tons of them tons of them that we didn't touch on uh so we want to hear more uh tell us what you think about the ones that we talked about even also, hey, uh, while you're out there on the internet, why don't you go to wherever you get the podcast and give us a nice little review so we can get more listeners just like you. And go to the YouTube. Subscribe. Ring the bell. Mike says they both matter. Who am I to question Mike? I don't YouTube. So <laughs> do what Mike says. Ring the bell. I'm going to YouTube bell. now. Do the YouTube. Do, do as Mike says, not as Mike drinks. That's my do life motto. YouTube. In the meantime, I am Corey. Over there's Mike. See you later. Over there's Howie. See you um, later. Over there's Genrique. Now and laters. Ooh, and now and later. They stick jokes. to your teeth, man. Oh no, that's they it. stick to your teeth. Just yeah. like, not like jelly. Not like Laffy jelly. Taffy. No, you just brush that off. It's fine. I tried. Weird. Happy, happy.